Welcome to Malt and Magic, the tale of Ardalia brought to life by a dedicated band of UK-based gamers. Dive into a realm where magic reigned supreme, reshaped by the monumental return of the Kingdom of Nylin. This event three decades ago sent shockwaves of potent magic throughout the land. The very fabric of reality tore open, allowing beings from distant plains to venture into Ardalia enriching its tapestry of culture and races. While arcane powers surge, the divine touch has become subtle, reserved for the most devout. But as old gods diminish, new powers emerge, ready to forge new paths and pantheons. As our heroes navigate this transformed world, every choice can forge history. Now join us for the unfolding saga, and welcome to Campaign 2. Good evening, folks. I'm very glad that worked, because um, once again, Mr. Wizard is not here, so bear with us tonight is my first warning, but welcome to episode 40 of Campaign 2 of Modern Magic, the Planar Detective Agency. Um, we are going to try and get through these intros without a hitch, but we will see what happens. Um, so I run with it. I will run down my usual shout-outs and thank yous, um, and yeah, we'll try not to fuck that up. And then we'll do some sort of shout-outs. Uh, we'll talk about all the different tools we use. And then hopefully we will launch into an episode seeing the other folks of the cast. Um, but yes, as I say, Dave is unfortunately preoccupied with some work stuff tonight. And life, life must always come first. Um, so Dave will not be with us tonight. But we've still got some fun things planned. Um, so with that being said, let's run down the tools that we use in the background. Um, and all those thank yous and shout outs. So if I click that button, it works and it comes up. Um, so yes, a big shout out. Not Battle Bards though. Let's not talk about Battle Bards just yet. Let's go to Tools 1. There we go. A big shout out to Incarnate Albert Radio. Dungeon Alchemist for all things tabletop, virtual tabletop, and mapping. Um, uh, of course, a big shout out to Hero Forge and Two Minutes Tools and Kasoon, 5D Magic Shop, uh, World Anvil. Uh, what else have I missed there? I think that was all of them. Uh, and DD Beyond, of course, for all things DM tool sets and just DD uh, game management, if you like. Um, of course, you can see tabletop audio up there as well, so a big thank you to them for all the musical tracks. Let's click that button see what comes up this time. So yeah, there's the other ones that I have just talked about. Um, and of course, we are still, as it came up a minute ago, still partner with BattleBards as well, whom we use for most of the sound effects, but some of the ambient tracks as well. Uh, now, tonight, I do not have control of the music, so the music will probably be the same stuff all the way through, unfortunately. But it will be in the background. Um, and we will make things as epic as we need to. Um, so yes, please go and check out all those tools. Um, you can see along the bottom there all of our social media links. So please go and join us on the socials, whether that is Twitter or X. I'm kind of still refusing to call it X, if I'm honest, just because I'm a Luddite. Um, but yes, then please join us on Instagram or threads. Uh, TikTok as well, although I've been very, very lax on the TikTok channel 
for a long time so i will get some more clips up there uh, and of course hopefully you are with us on either twitch or youtube where we are live on both platforms right now um, so if you are joining us thank you very much for being with us um, you can catch the vod episode uh, of <coughs> this particular episode and all of our episodes on youtube the vod for this will go out on friday alongside the podcast as well now we stream on various different podcast platforms so most platforms the podcast is available on there so you can catch all of our episodes as well um, campaign one campaign two all of the one shots and specials we've done as well over the period of time um cool so yes come and check us out on the podcast and then i think finally um out of all those ways to engage with us please come and join us on the discord server that is where everything is happening uh indeed i'm going to get Bodhi to talk about a little thing that's coming up um next week week after i can't remember next we'll week talk about it in a minute uh next week um so next week yes Bodhi and i will be doing something a little bit special over on discord but again i will let Bodhi talk about that in just a second and speaking of Bodhi, once again a huge thank you to homie and the dude and uh well thank you to homie and the dude for joining us for the last i don't know how many episodes now very much part of the furniture and part of the family um so we're very grateful to have Bodhi here um very very happy to say that tom will be back next week as well so that we are super super excited for as well we will have the full complement of five back uh cavern will be back in the building hopefully um so yes uh, a big thank you to homie and the dude for all their support and everything they've been doing with us and for us uh, and also a big shout out and thank you to the eldritch press as well um for their support in giveaways and pdf giveaways uh, they have done kickstarter giveaways as well we are on a current round of three pdfs to give away which we will give away during the break um so sorry i got a message that totally threw me off there so yes we'll give that away during the break so please pay attention during the first half of the episode as the question we ask for you to win those three pdfs will be based on <coughs> the first half of the episode um what else do i have to talk about i don't think that eh, there is anything now so that being said my usual warnings most certainly apply there will be adult language and most certainly adult humor let's hope this works Let's roll. Hell yeah! There we go. Um, all I'm going to say is, Dave, 
please don't be away for very long. <laughs> lots of buttons. Lots of Lot, buttons. Lots of buttons. Um, but no, hello guys. Hope you're all well. What is up? Feeling ecstatic to be here. Good. Yes, but good. also a little bit good because Dave isn't here because the cliffhanger you left us on isn't going to be a exactly. cliffhanger for fucking ages until Dave comes back. <laughs> Well, until it's a long time in D&D. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is yeah. a long time. Hopefully everybody will recall what happened, but we'll do a little bit of a recap on that because last week was one hell of an episode. Um, mm. But before we do that, let's run down the, the lineup. Uh, so I am Matt, I am your Dungeon Master for this evening and most evenings. I am also the sidekick character of Callum Verfleur and uh, any sort of clicks, whirs and whines from the mechanical... Modron that is Cog. Yes, and I am Cog's. I was going to say master, but he he has mugged me off a couple of times, so probably I'm the puppet <laughs> and he is the master. Uh, and I, I I'm Danny, and I play Lex Ordo, the UNT sorcerer. And hell, oh, yeah. Lex's Lex is the fucking bomb. Lex is the Lex is the absolute bomb. Um, what's up? I'm Bodhi. Uh, from Homie and the Dude, I'm playing Edgius Bones, your bard sorcerer extraordinaire, here to bring all the flair uh, with a little bit of less derriere than Callum. Um, oh. <laughs> nice. And um, good. I'll uh, I'll dive in, Matt, with what you were you were talking about earlier. Yeah, First 100%. of all. If you are here listening to Mortal Magic, go subscribe, go follow. These guys are the fucking best. Make sure that you guys check out all the previous episodes. Check out Campaign 1. And uh, and not to mention that uh, actually two episodes ago is a really great place to jump into the story. So if you're new to mm -hmm. this campaign, jump in two episodes ago and you will be up to date with everything that is happening. Um, outside of that, we are going to be hosting the first ever Homie and the Dude Dungeon Masters or or D and D workshop essentially. Um, it will be based on immersive combat in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, it will be myself and the legendary wait that side the legendary Dungeon Master <laughs> Matt um, on the end there, um, and we will be running a little workshop. Um, where we will be talking about how to make your combat more immersive. We'll run a couple of activities and, uh, and hopefully get to know you guys a little bit more. That is going to be completely free. It's going to be on the 7th next week, so next Friday, and it will be hosted in the Homie and the Dude Discord server. So if you're interested in working out how you can make your combat a little bit more interesting, a little bit more immersive, a little bit more diverse, and just a little bit more expansive, then we would love to see you there. Me and Matt would be delighted to have you people join us um, for that one. And it's completely free. Shit, what, what what else are you doing on your Friday? I don't imagine you're Absolutely. going out with friends and enjoying yourself. So come on over <laughs> to Homie and the Dude where we're, uh, where we're hosting that. Well, even though, Thursday, I actually it? think it's Thursday, yeah. Oh, is so it even Thursday? if you are My going apologies. out on Friday, it doesn't matter. Fuck you can still keep me. your Friday plans. I, we'll be well, doing that's a Thursday workshop. <laughs> yeah, that's that, 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 that it's one. It's all good. That one was embarrassing. Never mind. Um, Thursday it is, everyone. Thursday the 7th. Uh, I think we're kicking off at 7.30, aren't we, as well, Bert? Uh, yes, 7.30 GMT. Um, I will, we will also be letting people know in our Discord server what those times yeah. are for PST, EST, uh, American times as well, so that people can join on those times as well. But there will be... Uh, I. I what I will think we'll do, we'll maybe record it and see if we can put it up on the Homie and the Dude channel as well so people can watch it back if they would like to. 
good stuff so yes please pay attention to both the homie and the dude socials and the Mortal magic socials uh, where we will post more details as they come through but yeah look forward to seeing you all there it's going to be going to be a lot of fun um get to play around on the homie and the dude stuff as well now which is cool hell yeah good stuff so last week uh what an episode i think we can all agree uh i was reeling for three days after the end and i came up with it um but those <laughs> spur of the moment moments where you just totally that, that, in that your dm world but no, as I say, it's one of those moments where you just absor absorbed in being a DM, and then you watch it back and think, oh, "Yeah, th those reactions were awesome." Um, yeah. So it made everything worth it. But um, we began our episode finishing the the fight at the portal outside Morstacey, and uh, killing off the shadow creatures. The fight lasted barely around. In fact, I think it lasted all of about four seconds. Um, as Lex Ordo just clicked his fingers and banished a shadow creature back to its shadowy home. And at that point, it was a case of now we need to close or heal this portal. Um, there were a lot of skill checks made, a lot of skill checks made by the party. Uh, and at one point, Lex realized that it would require the power of more than himself. Indeed, it required the power of three specifically the three main members of the party but callum certainly helped out and lent in um uh, hence the title of the episode last week and eventually the portal itself started to heal but not in the way we wanted it to it was opening and becoming a singular portal for an entrance to what looked like a shadowy plane or a plane of darkness um as purple lightning continued to crackle around and it was at this moment where Lex realised that this was not a good thing and shadow creatures were starting to barrel towards the, the entrance or exit, depending on which way you're going through it. Um, and so the decision was made to close it and seal it. And seal it you certainly did. Um, as it was now permanently sealed, it became an inert portal once you completed the spell. Uh, and there was a few comic moments which revealed then more about the portal as well, or the archway and how it had been corrupted as Aegeus went and broke his toe, kicking a rock, and discovered a small onyx orb hidden behind uh, the only dislodged rock in the, uh, the archway of the portal itself, uh, giving you something of a clue towards the, the source of the corruption. Um, you then journeyed back to Morstacey and made a beeline straight for the elders um saw the gingerhead druid along the way uh, i think i just flipped in the bird everybody else sort of said hello how you doing um and you went and saw the elders where you relayed your story around what you had done and there were various reactions from different people jewel going invisible because you do not trust these elders Yes, supposedly Jewel. rightly so Jewel <laughs> going invisible and sneaking around behind to keep an eye on these elders and their reactions and what was going on and throughout the course of the, the conversation there were truths learned around elders husbands and a little bit of information given around Mayanora, uh information given around the portal and eventually payment was made 
250 gold pieces each, I believe, was the payment. Cha-ching! Although one of those was rescinded for a little bit more information on Maximilian Klein. Um, yes, after that then, having left, Lex and Egeus retreated outside with Callum, and Jules stuck around to see what happened, and that, my friends, is where I am going to end my recap, because if you want those details, go and watch the end of last week's episode. Uh, we will pick up with Jewel next week. Literally you saying that, one. goosebumps. Literally, <laughs> literally like goosebumps from last episode. It's one of those things, once we've, I think once we've done next week, we're gonna go back and we're gonna clip it and that's gonna be all over social media because mm. mm. holy shit. Um, yep. But yes, holy so fuck. we join our party tonight as Lex, Egeus and Callum all step outside of the elders with their bags of gold, including Jewel's bag of gold. Um, which I'm assuming someone will keep safe for her. And what would we like to do, my friends? You have no knowledge, I will say, of what's gone on with Jewel, uh, even though you were party <clears throat> to the, the whole thing that was going on above table in yeah, character. Yeah. No knowledge of that. Very sceptical yeah. of the elders still. Um, expecting most of them to, uh, to still be alive and not have murdered each other. Also, I sent Spoiler. a letter... That did get ripped you up. You did send. You did send a asking, letter. You don't know it got ripped up. Yes, asking. Um, oh God, what's her? What's her freaking name? I have it somewhere here in my notes. Silara. Uh, that's it. Asking Silara to meet us in the woods uh, tomorrow. <clears throat> okay. What's what's the building look like that we're in, Matt? Like, what's you, we've walked out of the elders' chambers. What's yep. what's the what's the rest of this? Are we in like a hallway? Like, where, where are we? So at you this actually moment? walked out of the building, the whole building itself, mm -hmm. and you're just outside. Uh, and what you see behind you is, as I've described previously, it's like an old castle keep, so to speak, mm. like it was once a throne. And this is uh, this is how it was. Uh, sort of described to you is that it was the mm. originally the throne of Morse Tacy when it was his own kingdom, but now it's folded mm. under the the Dryamirian banner. Um, it is now just the seat of power within Morse Tacy, which is the elders, where uh, the either a group of of council members or elder elves, as they are described, sit and manage the day to day goings on within the city. Um, it itself is built of stone, wood, and natural elements of the forest around it. So much like all of the other buildings within Dryamere, um, they are extensions to the natural um, foliage. So the trees that grow up around here, the big yew trees, which is the primary tree within the Dryamerean forest, um, form the basis of these structures and houses are either built directly into the trees or around the trees. This stone keep is built between two towering yew trees um, and there are vines and ivy that grow all across it as well. Stunning description. Love it. Um, Edius would turn to Lex and Callum and be like, well, they're, they're clearly not telling us everything from... <clears throat> you know, what, what, what we saw in there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know whether that was through um, personal trauma. Obviously her husband, uh, her husband got murdered, but um, 
Yeah, I, I don't think we've got the whole truth, so hopefully Jewel eavesdrops on some on some good intel. But uh, do you think me and uh, do you think Silara will agree to meet us in the woods tomorrow? I fucking hope so because the look that uh, the what was the what was the cranky one the the dude with the the beard was it was it a dra- dragon dragon dra- dragon man dra- dra- dragor some something like anyway he's not fucking important. I think you were right he's, first time, darling. It was dragon. Dra- dra- okay, uh, he he definitely had some sort of a look about him um mm. the the other the other one who was doing all the talking the uh, the the tall creepy one uh she yeah yeah, yeah she she was also uh, look here here here's here's my issue i'm concerned for silara's safety also did you guys notice Three three things that are on my mind. First of all, we never gave Jewel a place to meet us after all of this. We 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 have no meeting place or any plan for after what we were going to do with the elders. Second of all, um, did you notice that they completely one hundred and twenty percent dismissed anything about Klein and that whole situation? Oh, yeah. Though they were like, "He's dead. He's dead. Don't worry about it. He's dead." Yeah, yeah. that was. We know yeah. that that's not the truth. And then on top yeah. of that, when I asked about the, the Conclave or, or the Void Conclave, they 100% glossed over that. Like, ju- yeah. just completely ignored me entirely and, and were not about to, to answer I any mean, questions. It, it, it could be they're that confident that he is dead, that mm. it's just stupid that anybody would ever bring it up. Or mm-hmm. that the other side of the coin is they, they know something they're not telling us. Like, yeah, you're right. I hope Silara um, doesn't get in trouble for given us the intel. But to be fair, it was the intel we were promised, so... Exactly. exactly. Uh, like, I just hope they don't like, kick her out of the group or something, I don't know. But <clears throat> if she, when, we, I, when we speak to her tomorrow, hopefully we'll, we'll find out. And she might be able to give us in, in, more information. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to her tomorrow. I'm sure she's, uh, I'm sure she's well tonight and, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll be safe <clears throat> for this evening and, and we can hopefully catch up with her tomorrow yeah. um on the, on the jewel front though i don't think we need to worry about that jewel always finds us they, they might even be here now we don't even know jewel 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 just jewel just, just no no she likes to do that no. yeah she, she'll find us i mean if we're in a tavern or anywhere about town i think yeah. are you in mr t form or are you in bones form t form okay i think you know we we kind of stick out a little bit we're, we're quite easy to find Mm. It's, uh, I mean, yes, uh, you know, with these rippling muscles and you see Aegeus flex a large, uh, you know, dark colored skin bicep that is just humongous, rippling veins, just, oh, if if you didn't know that he was a skeleton, you'd be like, that guy's on gear, for sure. Um, And um, Aegeus is going to be like, uh, okay, so... Maybe we go, I don't know, stay, stay in an inn for the night and, and, and try and, you know, regroup. My, my thought was, do you remember the, the, the name of the husband was Sindarin? Um, the, so the, the like husband. Sin, something like that, yeah. Wind Whisper. Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, exactly. Wind Whisper. That's, you're dead on. Um, I would be interested. I wonder if we could possibly, you know, he, he's here with his wife 
does he have kids? Does he have a mother? Does he have, you know, he, he, surely there's got to be people who knew him and who respected well, if, him. Yeah, if Mianora was his aide and mm. was, you know, part of the Elvis Council or whatever, and then she ended up killing him, there's got to be like headline news in this town, right? Right. So I think if, right. we, if we get some people who may be in the know, get some lips are moving. Mm. maybe chuck a, a coin for some intel i think we might be able to get some more info mm. on her husband why he was killed what are their theories because mm. uh, they may they may think oh yeah he was killed because he was involved with a criminal organization or you know, yeah or, or, or to the wrong people that sort of thing the, yeah exactly exactly he he you that was exactly my thought process Callum, you're 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 a bit more knowledgeable of this area um who would be someone who would have what you said that you had worked with them before i just didn't know if you might know someone who might be loose lips or in in the know you know like tavern keep or you know something like that well i mean if we're heading to a tavern then alcohol is a way of lubricating things speech I yeah mean. we're not alone about you Callum. we don't need you being no, no, looped no, no, up no, no. I mean, swinging your dick about we're trying to interrogate I... people here well, this is what I mean. Sorry, I, but for once I'm genuinely being serious. Um, those who tend to imbibe tend to get a bit freer with their uh, secrets, shall we say. Yeah. But who who to go to? Well, <gasps> if it's big news, as you say, why don't we just hit the nearest tavern and see who's... Mm. who's got shall we go to the... the um... And Edius is going to gesture down the street to where we saw the the, the ginger prick earlier, um, and is going to be like, should we let him know that we plan on staying for the evening and that we would like, you know, we'll put him up for the night as we just got paid as well, so that he can be our transport yeah. back. To be fair, he might even know something mm. about her husband. We haven't asked anybody about her husband. That's a great point. That's if he point. if he's an arm between. Dryad's skating here on a regular basis, and he might, he might know. Uh, also, yeah. didn't can't you um, cast a, a truth spell on people to make them tell the truth? I heard you say before. Do they do uh, they know you've given it to them once it once it's happened? It does tax me greatly, but um, but yes, it is something that I I, I learned to do uh, a, a very long time ago um it's something that i i'd be happy to try and work out but i guess it's it's more a Last case resort. of finding yeah. yeah i was gonna say more finding the right person you know we don't want to just you know be casting zone of truth on random oh. you know yes exactly yeah. um callum in your time that you've been in more stacy would you say there's a large to uh is there any homeless population here or urchin population that that exists within more stacy i mean there's usually folks like that everywhere you go but i i've not not seen anyone that being said that's usually get some form of vagrant or mm. actually yeah that's yeah. a good point no, no child beggars. No one's come up to us. We didn't have anything in Dryad's Gate either. It's a, it's a bit. Per I wonder if it's just the area. Maybe, maybe the elves look after their their own. Um, well, I mean, yeah, Dryad's maybe Gate's full of druids who are going to look after people. I imagine so. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are they technically class as the homeless population, right? They're nomads. Mm, good point. Very true. Good point. Good point. <clears throat> um, okay, let's. Uh, I guess let's go find. Um, what was this? What? 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 What is the guy that we're with? What? What? What even was his no. name? No, actually, Gremlin. His name. Oh, Get, I don't believe. Gremlin. Gremlin, yes. Gremlin is exactly what that I thought. Right. Yeah, that's that sounds exactly right. Um, let's go find Gremlin. Can I give you let's... a name for him? I don't know why. No, he didn't. It's Brom of the Moors and then Ginger yeah. Druid. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm obviously... Lex is misremembering Gremlin and Brom and he's... You know, yeah. just come up with Gremlin. That's yeah. Good. <clears throat> So I guess let's actually now. We also uh, just just to address the elephant in the room, I suppose, Callum. We haven't forgot about your father and mm. any. Mm. <clears throat> mm. Did you yeah, think not, that not my we need to father, but... discuss try and find a way back to the Fae? To uh, or can you just summon first... the Frosty the Snowman to you and? Try and bother with him. Just be careful what you like. I know we're not connected to the Fey realm right now, but the Fey are strange, and every time you insult him, he probably is it. I don't know. Well, if we You're if we do that, me, will it insult him enough that he'll come, and then we can ask him? Would, Good would that work? Love that Possibly, question. I, Great I, question. I'm not sure I want to deal with that particular wrath, to be honest. Ah, okay. That's, if, that's I mean, if, he, if he's your patron, sure, you can just like, I don't know, summon him somehow? I mean, I can communicate. I've been putting it off, if it don't, totally honest. Yeah. Well, um, it, we need to address him soon. Anyway, we need to find him. Let's um, go speak to our ginger friend first, and then... Uh... Sure. We'll do it tonight. Five. Final question as well. Now, look, let's... I, I'm, I'm a person who likes to plan for worst-case scenario and hope for the best. Best-case scenario, you know, these, these elders, oblivious, don't know what's happening. They're just elves that are doing elf things, you know. Um, but worst-case scenario, let's say that they directly no Mayanora. Let's say that they directly work with her, Klein, the Conclave, and everything. Would it be dangerous for us to stay in town? Is it worth us possibly, you know, I, I have some camping supplies in my bag. Is it worth us possibly, yeah. you know, going just outside Morstacey and camping in, in, in the woods? That's, I have still got Kevin's tent in my bag, actually, so that that's not a bad shot. Or do you think um, we'd be a target at a way. tavern? Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe we... I, I don't know. Do you want to go ask questions or a tavern, or are we just going to ask our ginger friend? I think we can do both, but then maybe f later this evening, you know, maybe we pay... Oh! I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Why don't we put our ginger... Why don't we buy three rooms in the tavern or you know rent three rooms in the tavern instead of actually staying in them we we let 
gremlin stay in one and then we simply you know do the old pillow stuff trick climb out the windows and go sleep in the forest that way if people are coming for us or are hunting us we would also know pretty damn quickly if they are especially if we camp around the back of the tavern and can maybe keep eyes on the rooms that we've come from then we could possibly you know know if someone was coming for us or something like that Ooh, i like that yeah <clears throat> okay i think that's a good idea we'll we'll get a we'll get a, a low-cost room and uh and and we'll we'll fake that we're in there in hopes that you know maybe maybe a cunning trap like that would give us more information um we could maybe even lex your alarm spell do we what what kind of a vicinity is that if we were to get the room set the alarm in the room and then leave would that work uh, yes Your confidence fills me with much confidence as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> volumes. I can cast it in a minute. It's got a range of 30 feet and it's a 20 foot cube. And then it just lasts for eight hours. So I don't have to concentrate. Okay. Well, maybe instead of us getting three rooms, we get one room that we say we're all going to sleep in. We cast alarm yeah. on the room. Then we stay 30 feet away from the tavern. Oh, and I have then to be that within one mile of the area. I was going to say, read the next paragraph of the spell. But yeah. One Always mile? Oh, this is... Aegeus is going to like dap Callum up and dap Lex up and be like, oh, we, we are, we are, we are on to something here. I think that is, that is definitely going to give us... I do have the, to say, it's you, really... You seem it's, it's, it's hard to get used to seeing so much emotion on your face because you usually don't have one. I, I was it's about uh, to say, you seem very, very excited by this plan. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm on board. It, it gets, your expressions are, are like, it's making me excited. It's infectious. I think... And Aegeus gets real quiet for a second as he kind of... Oh. You know, in, 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 a group of, in a group of men, we don't often share feelings especially in a time that i imagine this medieval time is or whatever kind of time framey sword swingy shit we're in um it just can be like i guess um the last couple of days i felt you know i i mentioned to you that you know i i, I realized that things are a little bit more serious now and i think i've been trying to reconnect with a former version of myself uh it it just feels good to be useful and to to be able to come up with things that you know we could actually use as opposed to you know just being prey to shadow creatures and drawing things to our group that you know i i don't want to harm you guys i don't want anyone to be harmed so i guess i was just excited because it sounds like a plan that i would have come up with before and that fills me with happiness, I guess. Well, fine, fine plan it is. Yeah, we can't be too far away so that we can't get here in time before they leave. We obviously mm. need to be a far enough distance, but close enough to still pounce when the alarm goes mm. off. And I can choose whether the alarm is mentally 
just inside my head, or whether it's an audible. Well, that's that's you know what. I think there's benefits to both. If it's mental, then, you know, that person would be searching the room and in the moment it goes off, we can then get in there and hopefully catch them in the act. However, there's the whole, you know, noise deterrent, you know, they might then try and escape and we can maybe then catch them as they leave or something like that, you know, and, and, and try and maybe follow them. Maybe even if we make a noise deterrent Ooh. and they leave, we could possibly follow them and learn where... Yeah. They, uh, where they went, where they're hoping to deliver the information that we weren't there in the first place anyway. Well, just remember, remind me when I cast the spell that uh, I need to make sure Gremlin and Jewel are in within the spell so they don't want to set it off. Because if Jewel comes back to the hotel, I don't want her setting off the alarm. Yes. Essentially. Sorry, Callum, I cut you off. Uh, no, I was saying, I love table. Read the third paragraph of your spell. Oh, fuck off. A mental alarm alerts you with a ping in your mind if you are with an audible alarm produces a sound of a handbell for 10 seconds. Oh, fuck that. Well, just... But it's still uh, like one of those ring for a blowjob ones. <laughs> I won't do that. I'll just go for the mental ping. I then. love getting little insights into your life, mate. It's fantastic. <laughs> I got it as a joke present for Christmas once, and I'll tell you what. I pressed it so many times and nothing happened to the point where I thought I was to try and sort myself off. <laughs> start start pulling out the peanut put, pulling out the peanut butter for the dog and be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Best rim job uh, I've ever had. Oh god. Right, on that note. <laughs> For God's sake. Uh, oh god. I did warn people about adult language and adult humour, all good. Anyway, yep. cool. So you head off to go and find your ginger druid friend, who you find still sort of milling around in the um, sort of the market district of Morse Tacy. Um, it doesn't take you long to find them as their vibrant ginger hair is uh, very standout within this particular region of Drymere, where most people have... Um, woody textures and colors to their hair is what i'm gonna sort of they see uh feels like they're uh, the elves around here are very much of the wood elf subspecies if you like um so there's a lot of browns and brunettes and blacks um very very few blondes so that may give you an insight into the the rarity of the members on the uh the elders mm. on the elder council mm. But you do spot your druid friend, and you wander up to him and approach. Sup, bro? Hey, hey. hey. Sorry, uh, it's gremlin, isn't it? <laughs> you, you have gremlins? No, your, your name. I swear somebody told me it was gremlin. Gremlin? No, I am called uh, Galen. Oh, sorry, I was pronouncing it wrong. Gayling. Gayling? No, is there a... Lin. 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 Gaylim? Does it have that many lins? So it's Gaylin, Lin, Lin, Lin. Why did I agree to this particular job? <sighs> oh. What can look, I do look. for you? Um, so... I was going to say French, but they're not Drymerian. Uh, so, 
I'm gonna look at Callum and Lex as if to give them a look of like, how much should we tell this guy? Like, off, off the jump. Yeah. Or are we gonna use yeah. him as bait? Um, hmm. I think, how, how, how much are you in tune with the, the history, I suppose, and recent goings on in more Stacy? Do you come here a lot? Would you say you know about the town and like the, the elders and the previous members of the elders and stuff like that? There is a reason I was, uh, well, elected to bring you here. Mm -hmm. I am oh, Can you elaborate some... on the reason? Yeah. Well, I am the most familiar with this particular region okay. of Dryamir. Uh... So you would be aware of a recent um, incident, we'll call it, uh, and Edges is going to keep his voice low as to not like alert other people or, you know, like cause too much of a scene um, in this kind of area that we're in. Um, are you aware of the recent incident with um, two folks, one named uh, Sindarin Wind Whisper and, uh, and a perpetrator named uh, Mayanora? I suppose that is uh, fairly recent by uh, Elvish standards, but um, for yourselves, this was oof, almost uh, 25, maybe more years ago. A lot of things happened 30 years ago, I have to say. It's a pivotal time in the history. <laughs> almost a, cat a catalyst event for some stuff, you would say. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I guess uh, 25 years ago for, for us um, non-elven folk, um, it, it yeah. definitely would, would be, uh, that would be quite a while. That would, that would be a And that's uh, okay. Um, and this, this incident that happened, did it shake the town? Was there, you know, w did you hear, you know, yourself as, as a semi-local? Did you hear any rumors or anything about, you know, why what happened to Sindarin happened and, oh, and was, uh, motives? Not a rumor. It was uh, big news that uh, an aide of one of the elders had murdered them in cold blood. There keep, was, uh... keep your voice down. Keep your voice down. Oh, sorry. Uh, there we are. Uh, some whispers of maybe an affair mm. or oh. similar, you know, scandal, but uh, alas, we do not get involved in such things. We just knew that the council member had been murdered, and so instruction was sent to uh, fill the spot as, as soon as possible. And uh, oh, well, as detectives, uh, we get heavily involved in rumors. We can assure you of that. Mm. I would tell, uh, well. It's, it's our business. Really worth it now, but uh... the, 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 let me ask you another question. You know, you've been around here a lot, and and then by the way, we have a little bit of a plan. We'll we'll lay you in on it. You can be privy to it. We we'd be glad to 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 you know br bring you in as part of the team, Galen, um, uh, for 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 this investigation, as it were. But you know, have you? You know, you seem like a, a head-savvy person. You seem smart, intelligent, um, and, uh, and grounded. Um, as he looks down at uh, Galen's bare feet as a druid. Um, 
we were wondering: Do you feel odd about any of the elders? Do any of the elders, I don't know, give you a? My mother used to call it stranger danger, but it's it's that's not exactly what it means. It's more of just a, a natural gut instinct that makes you maybe yeah. uncomfortable or or you know、um, unsure of someone. Maybe how you felt about me when I first came and approached you to possibly go and look at the big tree in in Dryad's Gate, something like that. Yeah, giving off a weird vibe. I think he's trying to say.、Mm. Do I think、mm. any of the elders are a dick? Is this what you were saying?、Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Sure. I love it. Let's let's go down this route. I love it. Yeah.、Uh, well, I have not spent so much time with、uh, the elders. I leave that for、uh, Brom and more senior members of Dryamir.、Uh, mm. I am merely a spark.、Uh, uh, conduit for teleportation, shall we say? Transport. Fuck's sake. Oh,、Brom、this is so much bigger、it. than we thought. This is so much bigger than we nah, thought. Nah, Brom's a、oh. Brom's a good egg.、Uh, let's not fuck、oh. about with Brom. Come on. Oh, oh fuck me.、Um, okay. The elders okay. helped him imprison that druid under the tree, and he's indebted、yeah. to them. Yeah. 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 Um. So. Um. You you haven't hung out with them, but you know, there's a lot of people here. I'm sure you've been in. You you know you've been in Mostasi. Has any anyone else been like, oh, you know, I saw that Dragar, Dragon, you know, out the back, you know, of the the brothel, you know, or you know, or anything suspicious like you know that anything that's unelderly, I guess, or or, or possibly, dare I say,、um, and Edius will really lower his voice for this criminal. Well, criminal, no. There were talks of old ideals, but then Sylara was nominated onto the the Elder Council, and、uh, her new visions and new ideals and、uh, freshness was much much celebrated within the city. Okay. Would you so... say she is more liberal, and the pre-、mm. other elders are more conservative? Mm. Well, yeah,、uh, certainly more、uh, set in their ways. Sarah、so yeah. is a、uh, a breath of fresh air, quite beautiful as well, if I do say so myself. Have you?、Uh, that's a. Do you have you spoken to Sylara much、oh, yourself?、Uh, yeah, only very, very brief, uh, briefly, but.、Uh, Your cheeks she are. She is not someone I wouldn't mind.、Uh, Speaking to again, if you、uh, know what I mean. Oh, oh, I'm I'm picking up on what、oh. you're putting down. A hundred percent. Your your cheeks are saying more than they need to as well. They are almost as red、oh, as your hair right、okay. now. <laughs> well, we're actually we're, we're supposed to be meeting her tomorrow. Actually, if you、uh, mm. yeah, if you wanted to uh, join, uh, maybe rekindle an old spark. So, I would, uh... <laughs> I feel it is、uh, one-sided, but I、uh, appreciate the uh, uh, how you say it,、uh, uh, wingman efforts.、Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not、oh. sure what that means, but、uh, I think we're trying to help you get a date, if that's what that means. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, where, yeah, where I'm coming from, there's not a lot of dating, so I'm not familiar with courtship rituals per se. Lex, I'm just going to lean in at this point. Lex, are you a virgin? 
Do you mean? Do you mean is my sanctity intact? Is that a sexual term? No, I haven't. Precisely. I haven't penetrated a person. If that's what you're asking. We need to have... rectify this situation as soon as possible. Right. Um, uh, is it pertinent to the case? It might Callum. be to your emotional situation. <laughs> it just looks at Callum and is like, yes, it, it, it is definitely de definitely something that will be pertinent to the case in, in, in the coming months for sure, 100%. Right. And right. emotional state, mm, 100%. You know, maybe that's why... I, I guess for you, it will feel maybe like meditation on a good day. Oh, if it's meditative, okay. I'm salt. Some would certainly consider so. Spiritual, I mean, even. Godly. Yeah, I've not even been, nobody's mm. even really told me the mechanics of one. one so, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, so, uh, Galen, um, we uh, we actually need to stay a night in Mostasi because we we've got some digging to do about some stuff, and um, we would be very glad to put you up for a night. We're going to go stay in uh, in in the tavern down the road, uh, in, in the inn. We'd be very very glad to give you um, to, to, to put you up for the night so that you could then transport us back to Dryad's Gate tomorrow after we've spoken to Silara. Um, would, would that be something you'd be keen for? Oh, by all means. Uh, I appreciate the, the offer as well. Might I suggest uh, an establishment? Sure. Sure. You, you know, you know what? Is... Yeah. Galen, before we get into that, I just have to apologize to you. I feel like you and I got off on the wrong foot. Um, we, you seem like a like a really nice guy, and Edgius is going to put his hand forward to, to shake his hand and be like, let's start again. Edgius Bones, pleasure to meet you. Galen, a pleasure. And I, I when, appreciate the civility. When I shake his hand, I would like to make an insight check as to whether or not he is bullshitting us throughout this whole conversation if i can or like just try and read something you know do that thing where you know when you shake someone's hand and they maybe try and pull away you like grip and like try and like you know firm the handshake a little bit mm -hmm. make me an inside check beautiful let's go um that is oh fuck yeah that's a 19. 19. So as he sort of pulls his hand back and you grip tight, he goes, Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, mighty firm grip. But, um, yeah, no word of a lie here. It's a very honest druid. Mm. Uh, Occasionally I'm, a dick, I'm glad. a very honest dick. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we could spend some time. Um, yes, suggest an establishment. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll actually go there now, maybe book the rooms, uh, set up some stuff, and then uh, how much... Uh, I'm gonna look up where the fuck is the sun east to west. Are we? What time is it? Um, so I think, as I said last time, you were you sort of arrived back early evening, evening -ish, wasn't it? Ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the sun is definitely beginning to set now. Mm. Um, Galen just sort of turns around and quickly tosses over a, a couple of silver as he then takes a bag and places it into what looks like a component pouch. 
and then says, well, my, uh, my friends, if you follow me, I'll take you to the Ethereal Crow. It is uh, one of the finer establishments in the city. Uh, so yeah. I often um, stay. Is this a good time to tell you that we're, we're not actually going to stay in the room? We have uh, a plan. Okay, is it you are just paying for me and then you're... We're, we'll ex- what we'll do is we'll we'll get the rooms we'll go upstairs and then we'll talk about it we'll 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 right, do this right, in li- right. and i just i'm just gonna look around as if to be like is there anyone listening to us anyone watching us any anyone kind of eaves dropping any eaves as it were sir have you been dropping no eaves, mr gandalf sir <laughs> thank you. I, I thank think you. it's pretty obvious I'm not an espionage type detective. I'm more of a kick the door down and ask questions really blatantly yeah. type detective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make me a perception check, please, Edius. Edius is definitely more the uh, the sleuth type of detective for sure. You're taking photos of people having affairs. That's what you're doing. E- you're exactly. I, I, I'm the type of guy who sits outside your house for seven hours waiting for you to come out um, of the closet. Um, so that's a, <laughs> that's a 16. That's a 16. So with the 16, you sort of look around and most people in the, um, the merchant's district are very much keeping to their own. Um, they're not necessarily within earshot, but you do see... A number of guards seem to be patrolling around the outside of the uh, the market district, if you like, or the merchant's quarter part of Morse Tosi. Um, are they... Uh, Galen, then. Carry on. Are they keeping an eye on us based on... You know, above table, I know um, Leandra, or, or whatever her name was, told them that as soon as we leave Morse Tosi, we're not welcome back. It, does it feel like the guards are like, you know looking at us or like keeping an eye on us or are they kind of minding their own business at this point with a with a 16 um you don't remember there being this many present in this part of the district when you arrived but they don't seem to be necessarily paying you any attention it's almost like Mm. they're on a uh, a patrol as such just around okay uh yeah, so, uh, yeah, l- l- lead the way, Galen, and we'll, we'll explain everything, uh, we'll explain everything when we get to, uh, what, what, did you say it was the, the exquisite crow? The ethereal crow. Ghostly. The ethereal, ethereal crow. crow. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Very good. Uh, please follow me. And Galen leads you off down a bit of a windy path over some roots between some trees before you are greeted with um, a very homely looking tavern. Looks like it's single floor um, but fairly spread out Um, and there's a number of um, rooms around a a small pond that you can see just slightly adjacent to the tavern um, where they look like small little lodges if you like on the ground floor. and there's nice little like decked areas out front and these uh, wooden lamps that hang outside with um, what look like fireflies buzzing around inside to create that glow or maybe wisp type uh, magics in there as well. But you enter into the tavern and Galen just sort of uh, holds up a hand to the tavern keep as the tavern keep, who is a, a half-elf uh, male individual, just sort of looks up and goes, Hi, Galen. It's a pleasure to see you again. 
you're right. friends, have we? Uh, good pl pl pleasure to meet you. We are, uh, and Edius knowing the plan requires a level of overtness in the outset. It's going to be semi louder as we get in there. It's going to be like, pleasure to meet you, good sir. We are uh, we are Galen's friends. My name is Edius Bones. This is my colleague Lex Ordo and our further pleasure. colleague callum uh verfleur um we are the planar detective agency and we're, we're, we're looking for a room in your very fine establishment uh if if that would be possible absolutely absolutely i'm i'm ilbrin i am the uh, proprietor of the uh, the ethereal crow so it's a pleasure to meet you uh, Galen, take your usual table. I'll bring your usual over shortly. I'll deal with your friends here and their, their room requirements. Uh, are you all together or separate? And Galen's uh, just um, going to look and say, My room is on them. I have my drinks also. And wanders off to the table. <laughs> I think, yeah, Galen can have his own room, but we, we're happy to share. Mm, bunks, if you've got them. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Homies, I, I, most, most of the rooms are suited to sleep in more than one. If you want, Galen will have a nice, spacious little lodge. So we got six rooms in total. Only two of them are occupied right now. So you can have hey, your choice. Well, I'll, I'll give you two out of the four, but they're all fairly standard. Mm. Ah, um, as we approached the tavern, is it the sort of tavern that's bang in the middle of town, surrounded by loads of other houses? Or is it on the edge and it overlooks the forest? Mm -hmm. What's the it's fairly question? central. Um, there yeah. is a, a fair space around it to allow for sort of this uh, rather large pond and these six rooms around it. But then you've got sort of the edge of the merchants' district, and then other houses and domiciles and buildings, um, not too far away. So all the ha all the rooms point inwards towards the pond. Yes. Okay. So I was thinking, if there's a back room that's got an alleyway behind it, that'd be a good room for us to spy in. Okay. Yeah. Is do you, could we possibly have um, a room that is um, a bit more secluded, uh, possibly uh, towards the, the 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 rear, or uh, you know, uh, backing on to to what you would consider the back of the tavern? Simply, um, you know, as detectives, we like to keep our backs to the wall. Uh, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Well, I can avoid giving you any of the edge ones, but, uh, yes, I, well, I suppose, no, you want the closest rooms to the tavern, which would be, uh, yes, I'll give you those two rooms which are closest. That will give you your backs to the wall, so to speak. Cool, cool. That's, that's, uh, how, how much is that? Well, how long are you planning on staying? Just a single night? Uh, so, yeah. so far, yes. Yeah, it will just for be one night. Friends of currently. Galen will call it a gold for both rooms. <gasps> um, of course. And Edgius is going to reach into his pocket, but remember that he didn't get a sack of gold. Um, and is going to look down the line uh, to Lex and Catlin. Paying for paying for it again? Is it right? Okay. And I'll give them a gold. A pleasure. Here's your keys, and hands over two iron keys. Uh, this one is the one you'll be wanting. Uh, room one. Room two, you can give to Galen, and I'm sure he'll be quite satisfied with uh, 
Good lodgings. He stayed here plenty of times. Uh, fi final little thing for you, um, good sir, is, is you seem very tuned into your your establishment. And Edgius hey. is gonna reach into his boot pocket, unzip it, and pull out one of his last gold pieces that he does actually have on him and slide it across the counter while keeping his hand on it and be like, uh, could you possibly um, give me information about um, two situations? One, who are the other patrons that are staying in the room? I don't need names, just uh, possibly a description of them as well as then also, um, have, has there been any odd goings on recently around uh, the the elders we know that uh, you know a, a few years ago something quite traumatic happened here in the city um, to one of the elders and we we, we are um, currently doing some investigating around said subject um, do, do you have any information about uh, any weird happenings uh, in in most Tacy oh you be referring to Sindarin by any chance Oh, you, uh, yeah, yeah. The nail on the head. Yeah. Yep. Straight, uh, it was straight big away. news. Big news across the whole of the city, and well, as far as I know, most of Dryermere. But yes, said to be murdered in cold blood by his aide, and she was, uh, well, she fled before she could be uh, captured and tried. But uh, I don't believe anybody's seen her since. Don't know where she ended up. But if she ends up back in here, then I dare say she'll. Uh, should probably be strung up from one of the trees by the rest of the council members, especially Leora. Poor, poor girl. To lose a husband in such a way. Shady, we, shady uh, business. We heard something about an affair, or... So, uh, did, well, did, you, was did you hear any rumblings of that? It was rumoured. I never saw any evidence of it. Cinderin mm. was very devoted to Leora, mm. and indeed, when they made themselves available in public, they presented a united front. So to say there was scandal behind the scenes, well, who knows for sure. Sindar and Mayanor, I guess, are the only ones that truly know. But one of them's dead, and, well, the other one's not here. It's a, a, a very valid point, and I imagine the only people that would know a bit more are the aides who operate within the... Uh, Big castle thing. Uh, well, where, where I don't know how many of the aides will know. Aides come and go over time, but uh, mostly Sindarin had his single aide for himself, which was at the time Mayanhor. Um, mm. And she was his, uh, well, I suppose you might say executive assistant. She handled his day to day business and looked after where he would be on certain days and coordinated this with Lior's calendars and and her schedules uh, made sure he was where he needed to be and had what he needed uh, I, I, who's to say what happened but uh, yeah, one morning bloodbath mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the, you know, the other um, oh go for it Lex my apologies I was just thinking this, I know it's a bit of a crude question, and, and I apologize for the vulgarity, but you said it was a bloodbath, so it was like a... Not like a poisoning, which is a usual female crime to commit. It was like a stabbing, or... Well, do you know, that's the strange thing. 
Fuck yes, like that. was covered in. Game up. Covered in wounds, or so it's said. But. There was very little blood on the scene. Interesting. It was. One of the most frustrating parts of all of this, if you ask the uh, the local guards and our well, our our guard folks here, they they suspect he was maybe moved, but never found the original scene of the crime. I suppose you'd call it as detectives, but yes, stabbed multiple times, but no blood, not even on his clothes. That speaks to a, an accomplice, surely, because me and Nora would not have been big enough, strong enough to A, overpower him and move the body. But multiple stabbings just speak to a crime of passion. Um, so the affair, the affair I, rumor is back I on the table. I wouldn't know. I'm just a, just a humble tavern keeper. Hey, Edges is you are gonna a valuable, lean over. valuable asset to this town. I'll tell you that now. I'll slide the, the gold over to him. Uh, Edges is going to lean into Lex and be like, it also definitely means arcane means were used to clean the body. Um, Magic bleach. Mm, Prestigitation. I do not know. Um, and and the, the the two other patrons that that are staying oh, yes, here. Oh two other patrons. We've got uh, an elf and his wife who are on their holidays, as far as I'm aware, on a bit of a vacation. They've come over from Ahanath. And then we've got a uh, some folks from Rosendom, uh, some human folks. They're here just stopping in on their way over to, to, to Dulin, and I suspect they're uh, off to get a boat to head off either, I don't know, maybe they're off to Kedmir, who knows. It's the only other human settlement on that side of the continent at least but uh okay uh hey i uh i appreciate you taking the time um you Why know don't get you a round of drinks just on the house oh uh inside check fucking inside check this motherfucker why yeah. why are you being okay. so nice bro ah great that's uh 14. 14, as far as you can tell, seems very genuine. Um, mm. If anything, is just happy for the conversation and uh, the, the pleasantries, and you've spent money buying rooms, so he's throwing a, a round of drinks in. Above table, can you remind me of his name? I, uh, I forgot to write it down while I was writing something else down. Uh, I think I said Elindor, did I? Let me just... Wrong bit of the notes. Yeah, uh, sorry, Ilbrun. 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 Ilbrin, I cannot tell you how much we appreciate it. And you know what? You'll be our go-to guy when we come to Morse Tacy in the future. We'll be sure to uh, stop in and, uh, and say hi. Um, and and uh, drinks for me, um, I, I would like... Um, and Edgius is going to be like, his normal thing would just be go for alcohol, but since he's trying to be a bit more serious and he's on the job, he's going to be like... Uh, a flagon of uh, cranberry juice, if you have it, 
Um, for me, uh, Lex, for yourself, Callum. I'm I'm shocked by by the the notion that you're not going to have a drink. Uh, uh, I'll I'll um, join you. I'm in a flag of cranberry juice. Actually, yeah, I haven't had that since I was a child. Mm. Let's Same. make that three of these cranberry juices. Have you um, never had cranberry? I, yes, we've got plenty of different sorts of berries. I could even make you a berry smoothie if that's what you're after. Salt. Salt. One berry smoothie, two berries. Two. Smoothie. And Callum's just like, yeah, let's make it three. Um, if you could make mine extra cold, that'd be much appreciated. Mm. I'll see what I can Surely. do, my friends. If you'll go seat yourselves with Galen, I'll bring his, uh, his ale over and your three... Berry smoothies. Uh, Callum, can't you just freeze it yourself and make it as cold as you want? I was hoping to use it as a bit of inspiration for later. Ah, You'll see what I mean. For talking to the big guy. Right? Yes, okay. indeed. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll, uh, Aegeus will, uh, will tap the bar twice with his fist and say, You're the man. You're the man, Ilbrun. And uh, and we'll much obliged. Walk over to uh, Galen at the table. Very good. So you all sit down and uh, sort of make polite conversation for a, for a couple of minutes before Galen brings over your drinks and sort of places them down in front of you. And you can see that Callum's does have just a um, a rhyme of ice around the the lip, if you like, around the lid or around the uh, the rim of it, I should say. Um, if you be needing anything else, gentlemen, please just call on me. I, well, we don't seem to be too busy tonight, but, uh, I'm sure it'll pick up a little bit. Please enjoy oh. your drinks. If you'll be needing any food, just shout. Final thing before you leave. If anyone, yes, perchance, please. does come looking for us, you know, we're, we're, we're here trying to help people, so please let them know what room we're in and let them know that there are able to knock at any time of night and they're welcome to come yeah. and disturb us at any point we'd be glad to help anyone who needs our assistance always on call always, always. on call yeah that's a strange request but uh, I, i'll let folks know if they've got any questions or we need help much appreciate uh, enjoy i'll use this opportunity with skin to wink at him um and uh and yeah turn back to galen well to be fair by the sounds of it this is a swingers hotel if all of the rooms fit multiple people mm. or a hostel one of the two <laughs> yeah. well yeah. we're now going one slightly more wholesome mode. than the other <laughs> yeah. yeah you're right a hostel would be really really unwholesome um yeah, generally <laughs> Is there pineapples uh, dotted about? Because that's usually a sign of swingers. <laughs> Maybe a perception check. So I've heard. <laughs> so what? I've heard. What? <laughs> I wasn't speaking as Lex, but just to, for shits and gigs, at 11. <laughs> 11. You don't see any pineapples dotted around. Okay. Uh, Apart from one so, small fruit basket on the, the bar. Galen, we... Spons um, with khakis in. <laughs> <laughs> with, with wagon, with wagon, uh, wagon keys yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Horse whips. Just a lot of fucking padlock keys, isn't it? Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> fucking hell. 
Um, padlocks. Oh my god, that's funny. Thank you, Nat. So, Galen, um, hey. we're gonna we're gonna bring you into some information. Um, you got to do your best to not react, Wild. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna tell you about a little bit of a plan. Um, it does involve um, bait um, and and such. Um, but we, we promise you that you will be safe and that we will do our utmost to make sure that everything uh, goes as we have planned it as opposed to how anyone else may have planned it. Um, Lex, do you want to explain to him what's going on? Um, I'm, I'm just getting a bit of brain freeze from my smoothie. It's... Uh, Oh, not something I often experience, and it's making my mind a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I've got this. So, um, essentially, we're worried that somebody is following us or keeping tabs on us. So the, the plan is, the, the, the plan is that we're not actually going to be in the rooms tonight. You are, but we're not going to be in the rooms. And I, I'm going to set a magical trap. As it were, so if anybody does sneak into the room, drive spying us, ambush us, or do some reconnaissance, I'll, it'll, I'll get mentally alerted to their presence, and then hopefully we can follow them back to whoever they are, wherever they are, and find out so who's I'll been following this us. Back just a second, uh, I am to be bait. No, you're you're the legitimacy. You're making the plan look legitimate because you're in a room. They're not going to come to your room. We're in separate rooms. Uh, no, 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 don't get me wrong, I am uh, kind of flattered to be bait, actually. Well, if you, if you, want, to, if you want to play the part of bait, okay, okay. You you yeah. can be the hook, the line, the sinker, whatever whatever yeah. you want to be, buddy. You can be whatever but, uh, you believe. Yeah, exactly. We, we, all we, we would appreciate is... see much that excitement it, as druids. Uh, I mean, oh. uh, Green Heart Festival was something special. Don't... don't, don't don't get me wrong, that is, uh, <laughs> well, we've not had something go that wrong in uh, a good many years, and this, I thought you, I, well, I thought you got excited by, like, the bush, and stuff, don't you, you guys love bush, right, that's the most exciting thing that'll happen to you on a daily basis, bush, rabbits, that sort of thing, do you not I like the life of the druids? trees, but, uh, that's you know something to get into in a moment. I would I'd definitely love to know a little bit more about your um, what Lex just asked you about whether you enjoy being a druid for sure. That's a that that's a. I love being a, great... a druid. It is my calling. Okay. Well, you you just sounded like you were bored with it. That was all. No, no, Inside no, 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 no. It's just <laughs> one of these things where you know, you spend the days doing very similar things and uh, the same task. And then something new mm. comes along. He's exciting. Hmm. Hmm. And you know, we we, you know, this <laughs> this group of ours, this this detective agency. Um, you know, we we have collected members as we've gone. Um, maybe when we get back to Dryad's Gate, we could um, talk about you know a, a position for yourself or or, or, or something. You know. A, uh, a tree, basis. Yeah, yeah. A tree traveler would be very useful to us. 
um, as it so happens. And uh, someone like yourself who uh, is willing to be bait is also something that uh, that also ranks of high value to people like us as well. So um, maybe that fun and, and excitement of something new could continue until maybe it becomes boring and old like being a druid for yourself as well. If you need uh, someone to help you get around, I am your person. <clears throat> we should probably Set. take it going right though, because we got we got Brahm obviously told mm. us the first one was free. Mm. So watch you it. also mentioned let that us, last. Let us see yeah. how this particular job goes, and then I will yeah. tell yeah. you how much danger pay I think I need. Yeah. That that's smart. That's yeah, smart. Definitely smart. Um, okay, well, uh, we, we are essentially, like, like said, going to have you be in the room, uh, in your room. We will pretend to be in our room. Um, we shall then leave. Um, once we have left, we will station ourselves nearby. Um, we hope to then possibly entrap or follow the person who we believe is going to come for us tonight. Um, if you see anything or you experience anything of concern, um, are you, uh, I know some people are able to, you know, speak to people telepathically through the arcane arts. Um, worst case scenario, you know, we, you could always scream. Um, but I didn't know if you had any sort of uh, telepathic abilities, uh, you know, a message or sending spell within your repertoire of druidic skills. Now you're going to make me look. <laughs> yeah, we just got a new team member. We're building out the fucking, the player <laughs> detective agency fucking is sick now. We're actually getting, we like, can't. we're going to, I mean, what? I was gonna say we're getting, we're getting a secretary. We got this guy to travel. He's our he's our public <laughs> transport. We've got our secretary. We got Gibbon, who's our like arms maker. We're, we're 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 this is shaping up. It's shaping up. I just hope they're cheaper than Gibbon and they want to work for free because we still haven't paid him yet. Yes, passion project, passion project. Yeah, I have uh, no uh, arcane messaging abilities, but. Uh, Let's uh, say I will uh, charm a sparrow or similar to deliver my message for me. I'm going to look at Callum. Is that a metaphor? Uh, he, or did you, did you gonna, what, what the fuck does that mean? I think it means he's going to literally speak to a bird and send the bird to us. Oh. oh. You see, oh. I take things literally sometimes and people mean it metaphorically. And this time, I assumed it was a metaphor and you literally were going to speak to druid. I speak to both plants and animals. They should not be new oh. to you. you that, that's cool. Yeah, when you when you say it like that, it's, pre, it's pretty obvious. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like yeah, a fool. Yeah, yeah now, now that you mention it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we should have seen that one coming. Um, okay, but yeah, so if, if you're all cool with that, if anything happens, give us a... Um, sparrow call and um we will uh come come to your aid um tomorrow we hope to meet silara um near where you the tree that you brought us into more stacy with um 
But other than that, um, I guess, you know, make it semi-overt that you're here. Don't You don't have to be discreet that you're here. You can act as normal, I suppose. This is fine. I have already cool. spoken to the many of my acquaintances and friends while I've been here, so mm. I am known to be here. Uh, so I'm going to be here now helping the planar detective agency. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we for, for, first of all, we really appreciate you volunteering and, and helping us out. Like, honestly, you know, like I said, I know you and I got off on the wrong foot, um, but I, I appreciate your willingness to, to assist and to, to, to help us along this this journey. We value your your help massively, and we hope that, you know, like many druids, you're hoping to help people, nature, the natural order, the, the, the natural order of things. Um, you know, we, we want to do the same, and, uh, you know, Maybe our alliance here can be, you know, that of a, a, a mutual passion for, for aiding people as opposed to some sort of monetary thing. You know, we, we, we think, you know, helping people is super important. And what we've learned while we've been here and what we learned when we were in Dryad's Gate has scared us, to say the least, of possible dark goings-ons. In, in the world. Um, you mentioned earlier Brom, then now that I mentioned dark goings on, Brom having a lot of relations with the elders. Has Brom, I don't know, shifted in personality or, or, or political opinion or, or anything like that since uh, the, the Sindarin situation happened 25 years ago? Brom's now a right-wing fascist druid. <laughs> no. I mean, he does not uh, visit as much as he once did. Mm. He now sort of delegates. I am, as I say, sort of uh, an ambassador over here. Um, mm. Most things are sent through uh, uh, more formal messaging, if this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Okay. Um, well... You, you, you're, you're a legend, and we, we really appreciate um, everything that you're doing. Um, uh, before we, before we head to the rooms, um, I see. I, I imagine we're probably going to sit here and, and talk with him for a little bit, get, get to know him a little bit more above table. Um, but I will, I will, when I hand him his, his drink of choice, whatever it was. I will cast Mage Armor on him as uh, as uh, his hand connects to the mug. I'll cast Mage Armor on him so that he has that for if anything happens. And as he takes the mug and feels that, much appreciated, I find. I should be okay, though. But uh, I appreciate the gesture and takes a big swig. Uh, and you spend some time now getting to know and sort of uh, small talk with, with Galen, who explains he is almost 500 years old himself as a, as a druid. Um, and has lived for a hell. long period. Brom is supposedly much older. Um, and discusses just sort of his life. He has always been in this part of uh, the world, has seen it change, has seen... 
Um, Can I inquire too if he remembers anything about thirty years ago? You know, the it, like these weird magical happenings and arcane yep. like uh, way lines that open up. Can we find like his perspective on that? Yeah. So Good he sort call. of tells you uh, about thirty years ago and working in the grove and just seeing the the dryad herself taking a sharp intake of breath as magic literally permeated through the floor um, and the great oak itself he describes as just blooming um, and the dryad seeming to sing louder and with more power um, but at the same time there was a lament in the song is the way he describes it almost as if something else was being lost at the same time uh, and he explains to you that the dryads is both connected to the fae but also connected to the divinity of nature um, sort of describes that she who um, governs nature is much more distant than she ever has been Okay. Um, I forgot to ask Callum, what, what's he want the ice for? Uh, and you see, all during this, uh, as you look over to Callum now, you see that he has been running his finger around the 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 rim of this glass, if you like, mm. and Frost has begun to just sort of stretch up his finger and snake its way up his arm. Um, and he's just going to look at it. I've got a couple of tasks tonight. This is one. Let's get to our camp, and then I'll uh, go from there. Okay. Uh, Edgis will slam the last bit of the smoothie. Ah, brain freeze. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, it's a fast, darling. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. I drank it way too quick. They, I was told that if you rub the opposite nipple, it feels better. Oh, it's not feeling any better. Does, does it work with only real nipples? Does, do you have sensation in your nipples, actually, while we're on the subject? GM! Does context my... to, out of context to Galen, this is going to be a weird question, which, I, which I'm Galen, happy about. Galen, at this point, is uh, probably... We'll say Galen's turned and is now chatting to somebody else who's come over to say hello. Um, as you start talking about whether Edius has feelings in his nipple. Now, as I have described this previously, this is a full shape change. Um, oh, yeah. So, so Edius' body has quite literally changed, um, and therefore, yeah. full feeling as far as I'm concerned, but you feel free. With uh, your character so that you actually wish. means then, so before you used to just tip stuff into your carcass, but now mm. you can properly and properly drink and feel mm. all the sensations. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I never appreciate but... that. Keep more, I keep, yeah. I, no, no, it's it's totally it's it's why actually you know um whew, the reason me and Kevin um originally came to Mostacy was because we heard that they had some very good sushi food here. Um, I hadn't eaten um, that kind of stuff for a very long time. Kevin wanted to uh, allow me to indulge myself um, as. I don't often get the opportunity, so that's that's actually why yeah. we were here originally was so that I could experience some uh, some taste and pleasure within the uh, culinary arts that exist within Morse Tacy. Nice. 
Um, right, let's, uh, let's, let's head to the room. Um, uh, Galen, uh, excuse me, sorry, sorry to interrupt. My apologies. Sorry for being uh, yes, so forward. Uh, no, 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 no. We are going to head to our room, and Edgius is going to give like a head tilt. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Of course, I will. And uh, I will only be uh, five ten minutes, and I will let you know when I am in my. But, uh... Take take your time. Take your time. Yeah. Right. Uh, Thank you again for the for the drink. No problem. Uh, head to the room. Cool. So we will say for the sake of brevity, then the three of you, Callum in uh, following on still with his sleeve rolled up and that just frost snaking up his arm. Oh, I will tell. Um, Ilbram, because mm-hmm. uh, we wouldn't know this uh, in-game, I will say if a cat person who, by the name of Jewel, wearing a red cloak, shows up um, or, or um, is, is led here asking questions, um, to tell them uh, that... Fuck, they're going to say... To knock on Galen's door not ours, and to go to Galen, not ours room, so as to not set off the alarm. By by all means, my friend. Uh, Ilbrin sort of takes that on board. You head to your room and enter in momentarily, long enough for Lex to spend time casting this spell before you then all sneak sneak out the back and try and make a, a beeline for the edge of the forest. So I'm going to ask for a group stealth check, please. Uh, can, can I ask a quick question? Yes. As opposed to possibly going to the forest, are there any buildings that would be scalable with like flat rooftops or anything like that nearby as well as the forest just so we can assess our options as we as we you know i and i imagine we set the alarm we stuff the pillows like under the blankets edgius will actually um take out a spare like uh, leather waistcoat that he has in his bag and kind of hang it on like the 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 armor mannequin that's in the room um you know we'll leave some of our like bits and bobs in there so it does look a little bit more genuine as to as, as to people being in there. So if someone opened the door, they wouldn't just be like, oh, the, there's no one fucking in here. Um, and um, and then sneak out. Yeah, just assess our surroundings, basically, so we can make a good decision of where to place ourselves. So I'll say as you are looking around, um, there's plenty of buildings that you could probably scale. But the one thing around or about Morstacy and, and Dryamere is that these buildings are all occupied. So it's up to you whether you choose to try and camp on top or not. Lex, what do you think? Should we do a building or the forest? What what does what does your gut you, your gut instincts are usually really good. What does your gut tell you? <clears throat> ah. If if you was gonna if he was going to sneak into our room, you would either be brazen and come through the front door, right? Or you would mm-hmm. come down from the roof, maybe? Mm-hmm. So if we camp on the roof, they, they might foil their, foil their plan, do you think? So maybe... It's a good chance. Also, tents in the woods is probably less conspicuous than tents on a roof. That's... 
I knew we should trust your gut. As always, in incredibly astute, Lex. Uh, Callum, pick pick up your feet, Callum. You're dragging your feet. Come on, let's 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 get into the in, into the woods and concentrate. Come on, let's go. And uh, Edges uh, will lead the the gang into the woods, uh, so that we're within a mile. Um, and yeah, so oh 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 oh. oh. Uh, in terms of spells, I meant to also mention, um, can I, is that close enough concentration within 60 feet? Um, do we want to be within 60 feet of this building? Probably close enough that we can get there. I will cast, I will repeatedly cast, uh, actually no, you know what, I'll leave it, I'll leave it, I'll leave it. I'll save it for another time. Never mind. Apologies. Okay. Cool. Rewind. So, group, group stealth check then, please. <laughs> group stealth check. Oh, fucking hell. I rolled a four. Magical uh, guidance. I will, uh, I will, I yeah. will, uh, I'll be like, guys, very quiet, as I give both Lex and Callum Bardic inspiration. Fuck for that. Thank fuck for that, because that made it an 11. 15. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's your baby. Um, okay, cool. Um, let's have a look at this stealth check. <laughs> fuck. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's a seven. A strong seven. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> strong seven. Now, as Go a group, team. Uh, two of you got ten or more. So, on average, we're okay. Um... You dart out, Edgyish, you trip over a stump and just sort of boom, 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 ah, into your fucking... skeletal form for a moment. The same toe! Like... The same fucking toe! <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> Fuck Cal me, my toe! I was just going to look to reach down to you and say, shh, come on, let's go. Sorry. Fuck. And Edgyish will and limp sort of after Callum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you retreat out. To just outside the wall and you sort of see some guards passing around and wait for them to move and then you sneak out one of the side passages or one of the uh, it's it's not really a walled city so you sneak far enough out that you are now in cover and sort of set up the tents um, and it's at this point where Callum says right well before we do anything else let's see if we can solve this problem shall we and he's going to place his hand on the ground, just in front of the tent, sat with his back to the tent, and that frost just, where it's rhymed up his arm. Callum? Just... Uh, Ca Callum? Well, what are you doing? Bleeds out onto the floor, and he holds up a finger. Lord of Winter. Oh, he's doing the thing. He's doing Silence. I figure it's time we um, spoke. I have news and questions. Please grant me an audience. As Callum says this, Edgius is going to cast Frostbite and also place his hand on the ground to assist Callum and give him the help action. Nice. I could chuck a chromatic orb of cold if you want, Dan. Yeah, let's get it. Fuck it. Why not? Let's fucking like let's keep it fucking. Nice <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, 
very good. That is a 19. Um, there is then just this cold wind that begins to settle into your small little camp. And you can just hear it sort of slowly blowing in around you, just... <sighs> oh. And on oh, that cold, cold wind, as the ice where it rhymes on the floor pulses with a bluish light. Callum Verfleur. You owe me an explanation, child. And the ice pulses a bright white light. <laughs> you suddenly find yourselves laid on a stony, snowy surface. And that, my friends, is where we are going to take a very, very short break. As so, as yep. this bright light happens, Edges is going to cast darkness um, around us so that the bright light doesn't alert anyone of our position. Nice. Just... Oh. Uh, very good. Uh, cool. So, yes, we will be back, back, be back in a few minutes. Hopefully I will get all the buttons right and it will go the right way. Uh, now, I don't know how many folks are in the chat, but if you want a chance at winning those three PDFs from the Eldritch Press, the question you have to answer is what was the name of the Tavern Keep uh, from this episode? Or what was the name of the Tavern Keep at the Ethereal Crow in this episode? Um, Fucking Tim! <laughs> Very good. Campaign well, three we will has be to be just really easy, bog standard names. So we're talking like Barbara, <laughs> Kevin, Tony. I mean, dude, I wouldn't say um, Barbara is a fucking simple name, but yeah, okay. Dude, that is it. literally that is my one downfall <gasps> as a GM. Whenever I am gymming and my players ask me for a name, I'm like, oh, uh, Bill. Uh, f fucking Dave. <laughs> Every single time, it's fucking bad. Fancy name generators. That's the that's the yeah. Very good. Yeah, cool. Good right. Well, we'll be back in a few minutes. Hope you've enjoyed the first half. Stick around for the second half. It promises Whoa. to be a lot of fun. Seen a few. Are you like me, a fan of piracy or privateering, um, out in your D and D campaign? Well, check this out. We have been working on a brand new airship combat system that means you and your privateer crew can now take to the skies and pillage at new heights. Within this system, you will get three-dimensional dynamic movement and combat rules. You'll get a brand new updated aircrew system, as well as brand new spells, items, creatures, and example airships for you to use in your campaign, as well as crews to put on them. But I think the coolest part about all of this is we have a custom shipbuilder application that will allow you to customize and build your very own airship. It means you and your team can have exactly what you want as you take on the skies. Check out our Sky Zephyrs Kickstarter here at Hermie and the Dude.
This is Matt Isbell, and you're listening to the Malt and Magic Podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, don't forget to check out the live-action antics on Twitch Monday nights at 7.30pm UK time on twitch.tv slash maltandmagic. VOD episodes will land on our YouTube channel each Friday following the stream. Also, please leave us a podcast rating and send us your feedback. We would love to hear from you. Now, let's get back to the show. What is popping everything? I didn't get any answers for the uh, giveaway, but I assumed as much as I think we've got Data hanging around. So hello again, Data. Thank you for joining us once again. Um, some appreciate great, the some continual love. Yeah, some great comments in the chat from Data tonight. Cracking me up. I'm got some fun out in the Discord from him tonight. I was going to say, I'm, I'm looking Ooh. forward for that uh, to that artwork as it comes through. Hell yeah. Is it already through? It's come through. It? Yes, it is. It is. <clears throat> that is fucking hysterical. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm scrolling over to look right really now as well. Quick. <laughs> Edius is the guy sat outside. Um, <laughs> it's brilliant. Thank you so much for that. Brilliant. Oh, good stuff. So, as we left off... <laughs> Just before the break, I'm trying not to lose my shit over that. It's so good. Um, Callum has just reached out to the Lord of Winter and asked for an audience. Oh, yeah, that was serious. Moment, serious. There was the voice and the cold wind. Callum Verfleur. You have a lot to answer for. Or you have a lot to make clear. As was, I can't remember what I said before the break, but fuck it. Uh, and there is that blinding flash of light followed by a very quick burst of darkness that contains this flash of light and you all find yourselves laying on cold stone uh, floor with snow all around you and as you look up you are now in a, a snowy forest and when I describe it for you I just need to pull it up <clears throat> and that's not the link I needed. Get your shit together, is DM. It, Come on. Is it the one in Albert Rodeo? It is the one in Albert Rodeo. Oh. <laughs> so, do you know what? I'll do one better as well. Let's pull up my other brother window. Do you know what button going. Dave pressed for that? You mean that one? Nice. Whee! See, anything I can't do is move that map around so we are there. That is it. Cool. We're not moving out Perfect. of that space. <laughs> um, but you find yourself in this snowy plain of sorts or a clearing amongst evergreen trees that are just covered in snow as well. And all around you are these icy sculptures, different creatures just dotted in this clearing. And Callum is uh, just going to stand up and go, well, this is a fucking shit show, isn't it? Is this I just going to happen? Oh, 
fuck, it's cold. And then he's going to snap his fingers as the skin begins to kind of peel away from him as he turns back into skeleton <clears throat> form. He's like, oh, that's better. Can't feel it now. Oh, I'm glad for you. Oh. <sighs> um, just for absolute clarity, this doesn't usually happen when I speak to the Lord of Winter. Um, ah, is this a good sign? Now might I beg for, uh, I don't think so. And again, that icy wind just blows and some of the, the powdery snow that's dusted the top of these ice sculptures just <laughs> dissipates off. And dead ahead of, or I should say, as the three of you are looking towards the centre of this platform, you see there are these standing stones around it. Callum almost instinctively just turns around and the statue behind him, the one to the southernmost point of the map, reveals a half-orc. And he's just going to turn and look. Grillin. What has he done? Oh shit, so Grellan is a frozen statue. Callum is going to try and run towards that statue. And as he hits, uh, as he runs and tries to go between these two standing stones to get to the thing, there is a an arcane barrier that just boom, and Callum bounces off and boom, sort of slides backwards. Oh, and that voice sounds. I told you, Callum. You had answers to provide. A Fey Lord dead. A sword stolen and given to this skeletal creature. A portal. Destroyed. Oh, you have much to answer for, Callum. But I think Can we I hear will this take too? it in flesh first. Yes, it is on the wind. Okay. <coughs> but I think I will take it in flesh first. And with that, there are two flurries of snow that just... Oh, shit. Fuck. As the, these weird the insectoid-like creatures, uh, almost like millipedes, but with these fans or fans—I'm uh, trying to think of what they call hoods, if you like—that extend out as this shrill, trilling sound just sounds out, and on the wind. Good luck, my pet. Good luck. We need to roll some initiative, please. Callum, oh, Cal Cal Callum, what's happening? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, those things don't look fun. I rolled a ten. Why did you bring up the sword, Callum? Uh, nineteen. No. Okay, so a ten for Lex, and nineteen for Edius. Roll some initiative for Callum. Oh dear, Callum. That's a six. Uh, 
and we are going to begin. So I'm going to put this, because I know Dave usually puts it along the bottom, but I'm going to put it in a little thicky note. Pick a blue one. Yeah, let's put it over here, where people can see it. And we're going to go... see that okay very good so as these two creatures just sort of sound out their shrieking trill and they look like they are made of sort of this ice but there are flames that just lick along the back and down the the spine if you like of what? these creatures Edius, what would you like to do and i know we'd usually have our battle music on at this point as i say i don't have control of the music so we're stuck with this weird ethereal stuff right now. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go there you go yeah um i um can you just can you just quickly remind me so he said dead fey lord he said a dead stolen sword a stolen sword and a portal closed or destroyed was the term actually used. Sorry, just making notes. That's all good. It's all good. Um, okay. Fuck my life. Um, I'm gonna turn to Callum and be like, Ca Callum, what do we do? Do we fight them? Do we try and bargain? What's, what's the plan, Callum? Well, I don't recommend hugging the little bastards, and they're not even that little. All right, Edius is gonna draw the Defender Sword um, nice. in his right hand um, and is going to like take uh, an attacking position um, as he will be like, get out of here, you fucking insect thing. And uh, I'll cast Firebolt at one, um, which is going to be a... Uh, uh, 12 to hit. Does a 12 hit? Sorry, I realised I muted my mic there. Which one are you hitting? Uh, the one uh, behind Lex. So, A. Uh, a 12 yes. does not hit. A 12 does not hit. Okay. Um, and then I will use uh, two of my sorcery points um to um use metamagic to um create my quicken spell um and i'm like fuck it's fast and then i'm like lex here it goes tell me if i get it right and i'm gonna cast a uh, chromatic orb um and the element will be nice. fire um as uh, at it um and let's choose a different d20 this time fuck me that's better. There we go. That's a fuck. Uh, a twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five does hit. And I'll cast it at second level. I'll cast it at second level. Nice. Uh, so still forty. Yes, yeah? Yeah, still hitting a, um, in hopes to deter it. And that will be foyer um, that I'm going to be doing for that. I need one more d8. There it is. Cool. That's going to be fuck yes. Uh, that's going to be 10, um, plus 2, so that's 14. 
So 24 points of fire damage um, as I... Points. As Aegeus, um, you know, kind of brandishes his sword, whips his hand around his head, as, as he does, this kind of shadow kind of collects in his hand. Um, and as he brings it around, he snaps his fingers as it ignites in flames and then sh launches it towards the, uh, the... I don't even begin to know what to call that uh, thing. Very good. You then see this ball of fire just hit it wash over the body and this creature of the fire just dissipates just sort of his eyes and its head just snap up to you as these mandibles open just ah! no what the fuck and uh and Aegeus will then um uh, you said is there like an energy field around us the Callum ran into one okay um and just be like, oh, that's fucking creepy. I got the one behind Lex. And uh, and Aegeus will just go and get into its territory and engage it. Just get up okay. all in front and of it. You, you do pass through the, the circle of stones, no energy field anymore. Um, and as I say, this fiery bolt just washes over to no effect and no damage. Fuck. Lex. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's time to power up Zor Zord. I had to call him Zord. Zordon. No, that's the Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, I'm, going for, I'm going for a Power Rangers thing as I, uh, <clears throat> as Cog will appear from my pocket, hover next to me, and then as gears start to swirl around him and sort of start to attach to him as I build my Cogazord as I cast um, Summon Construct. And then, and I will have to be concentrating on that. Very good. So that is my bonus action. Mm -hmm. And then, as my, I'll come here as my normal action, and then I will. Seeing fire didn't work because that was going to be my first thing. Seeing fire didn't work with the creature. I'm going to do. I'm going to try and poison it with a poison spray, which is a con fourteen saving throw, please. Oh, let's pick a an apt d twenty, shall we? There we go. That's icy blue. Can't read the fucking numbers on it. At a sixteen. Con save, he said, yeah. Yes. Yeah, sixteen. It's not even half damage. Just nothing happens. Just nothing. Just you sort of spray the floor with this uh, poison spray. I feel like it was poison, wasn't it? Not acid. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah, so just sort of dissipates around the creature. Uh, as we see, this icy wind just dissipates. And then away. it is Cogazoid's, Cogazord's turn. It's going to come straight Cogazord. in. And it's basically two slam attacks. With, what's that? Fuck a duck. Ten to hit. Hang on, no, Ten eight to hit, hit even. Does not hit. Second attack. I've rolled the exact same number. 
<laughs> essentially, I dribbled a bit of poison and Cog just went and stood in front of me. That's essentially what just happened. <laughs> Cog in Go a team. cold, the joints begin to freeze a little bit and tink, the slams don't move as freely as, uh, as Cog would like. As the gears then just sort of and you see Cog just sort of in his now um, bipedal form, as he does have legs at this point, and just sort of, and, and arms and everything, just sort of swings the uh, the joints around and loosens up. Um, but that is your go, I believe. Um, yeah, and what a, what a go that was. Is just going to look to the three of you and go, oh, I'll tackle this one then, shall I? Fuck's sake. Um... Callum is going to do the tried and tested, just sort of rub his palms together as that arcane crackling energy that's icy blue just sort of forms within his hands and he's just going to throw two Eldritch Blasts towards B. Which will be, where's the pink dice? There it is. First one is a biggie. That is a 25 to hit. And the second is not so good that's a 10 to hit so the first one will hit it's not will be where's a d10 there's a d10 Oof. that is 14 points of force damage to be as callum just <laughs> one hits um we will say the second beam just beams down to over here and you just see puffs of dirt uh, and Callum then looks and thinks, shit, aim off, aim off. Um, that'll be Callum's go. It is then A's <coughs> go. Um, sorry, I need to roll this as well as... No, ignore me. Yeah, Cog didn't connect, did he? So no, don't worry about that. Nope. So... Uh, a is just going to lean down the mandibles as they've opened towards Edgius as Edgius has thrown this fireball and then run up to it. The mandibles are just going to try and latch themselves onto the skeletal form of Edgius, which will be a nine to hit. Aha, it does not. Very good. B then is going to go five, ten, fifteen there and it's going to try and bite Callum come on Callum uh, that's a 19 on the dice that's a 25 to hit fuck one two uh, I need another d10 the fucking d10 <laughs> dice that sounds like a lot that there you're trying go. to pick up there whoops Oh, that one Jeez. doesn't count because it went out of the box. You got to leave that one out I've, now. I've, I've re-rolled. Unless it's a one. Unless it's a yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. If it's a one, then it counts. <laughs> so that's 15, 19 points of piercing damage. Fuck. Immediately to Callum. And then you see the, the mandibles as they clamp around, just flames from this spine just wrap themselves around an additional six points of fire damage to go on. Oh. And then we are back Not up at the top to Edgis. Edgis is going to, as it like, like nips at him, 
Uh, he's going to duck under it, and then as he like circles to the right, he's going to jump over its tail um, and circle round uh, so that he is flanking with uh, with Cog. Um, and then as he's nice. doing that, he's going to say, "Lex, protect Callum. They want Callum." And uh, is going to like try and like just bob and weave this thing. Um, then I'm going to use a bonus action to expend a second level spell slot and regain two sorcery points. Um, and then I'm going to make an attack with my defender sword. Nice. Roll to hit them, please. That is a 16 to hit. 16 will hit. Beautiful. I fucking love that. I really love that. Um, <clears throat> so that's going to be um, six plus seven. So that's uh, nine points of uh, piercing damage um, as uh, as Edius like gracefully jumps over the tail, shouts this to Lex, and then is going to flip the sword round so it's reverse grip, place his hand on the pommel and plunge it into the uh, into the back of this thing. Um, and then is gonna pull it out uh, with like a splatter of whatever color blood this thing bleeds um, at his feet in the snow, dissolving some of the snow as it does. Um, and Aegeus is then, uh, I'm then gonna use the Defender Sword's ability to give myself a plus to my AC. And that's the end nice. of my turn. You're going to take seven points of fire damage as you stab in, and that blood sort of splatters against you, and you realize it burns. Ah! Uh, uh, fuck! The thing is spicy! It's spicy! <laughs> Very good. Anything else on your turn? No, that's me done. Very good. Lex, oh. then... Can I roll with advantage on the attack actually, just to see if yes, I do if I do crit because I am flanking? 20, yeah, yeah. Uh, so on, it's baby. not advantage; it's a plus two to hit, I believe, in our rules. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, double cool, check. Cool, cool, cool. That's how often we use flanking. I wish I could. I wish I could grab my camera. Oh my god, that's a nat 20! That's a fucking nat 20! And the one that's not going to count. <laughs> oh my god. Ridiculous. Uh, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> so yes, flanking grants a plus two to hit. Wonderful. So Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. So apologies it's for right. that. It's, it's good to bad. know they're in there. It's good to know they're in there. They are in there. Uh, very good, Lex. Livid. Right. <clears throat> Listening to Edius' advice, I'll start to move towards Callum. Five, ten, fifteen. But as I'm moving, I'll get an orb, I'll chuck it up in the air, use my metamorphic, metamagic option, sorry, to twin the spell, as then it'll split into two orbs that start mortar striking towards the two creatures. You'll see them kind of hissing and bubbling with acid as that's the <clears throat> the damage type i'm going to go with because fire do mm -hmm. not work come on don't be wank roll tip the first i've rolled four twos in a row that dice is fucking right off so the one against a i will say misses and what it does is it splatters against this ice sculpture here and just 
not only as it hits does it chip off some of the nasty, it just burns through, and underneath the ice you see it's burning through flesh as well. Oh as good, I've killed someone's just... relative, that's, that's fucking brilliant. Second one, Rolled hit 24 to hit, that's more like it. 24 is absolutely a hit. Nice. 3d8 coming at you. <sighs> a one, a three, and a four. Eight points of acid damage. That was a bagger. Eight points of acid damage. Just you can see this, these uh, scales, if you like, or this uh, chitinous uh, armor, if you like, that this creature is made from just burns away in patches, and there's a big sort of. Uh, splash mark against the top where the acid has hit and just dissolved this armour away, revealing the the bright blue flesh underneath and you see that flames, as that flesh is revealed, flames just begin to lick where that flesh is revealed. Anything else in your turn? No, seeing that worked, as it seemed to do the trick and then I'll turn to Cog, because it's Cog's turn, and Cog is going to do his slam attack. Hopefully, this time, he actually hits. What's he got? And and he gets a plus two, because we're flying Cog. Plus two? 18 to hit, then. 18's going to hit. Ooh, that's attack one, which is eight points of bludgeoning damage. And the second one... Eight points of bludgeoning damage is a dirty 20 to hit that's also gonna hit with 11 points of bludgeoning and damage 11 points of bludgeoning and damage and with those two hits cog is gonna take nine points of fire damage as flames just oh oh hang about ah oh, do you know what's weird right he has a heated body which means he deals fire damage if you touch him but his damage resistance is poison that's fucking that makes no sense. <laughs> so how many? Sorry, how many points? I was too mad to hear what Nine you said. <laughs> points of fire damage. Okay, thank you. That's all good. Wait, if they if it touched him though, does it take? F- oh no, it doesn't take fire if, damage. Does if it? If they fuck touch him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck my life. Very good. Um, it is then Callum's go then. Come on, Callum. Callum is Callum's just going to be there like... He hears the, the statue sort of crumble and dissolve behind him. Don't hit the sculptures. Especially not that one. And points immediately south. Um, as he's then going to... What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Um, he is going to... Take out that dragon tooth dagger. Well... You're fucking ugly. And just goes to stab it in. To take all of my dice out of the dice tower tray. Oh, not to go to that. To 10 to hit, uh, which will not hit. And then as a bonus action, he is going to Misty Step. Just <laughs> the snow gathers up around him and he's going to go, come on, 5, 10, back to there. And that will be Callum's go. A then, with Edius sort of running round A, is going to turn its attention to Cog and is going to try and bite down on Cog as those mandibles just 
and that is a 22 to hit Cog. I think that'll fucking do it. Uh, 10, 23, 27 points of piercing damage. Fuck out. Yeah. And 9 points of fire damage. And with that, you'll just see Cog sort of get sh shaken back oh, yeah. as the armour and the limbs and his, the gears just all start to fall off. And then he just falls to the floor as the orb that he is. And then he's no longer a Cogazord. No longer a Cogazord. Does that take it over the damage of the Cogazord at all? Or over the HP of the Yeah, that took, uh, reduced, the, reduced it to zero hit points, yeah. So how much more would have been taken? Oh, I see what you mean. An extra four. Cog will, yeah, so Cog will take... Cog as Cog will take that four damage then. Oh, fucking hell. Poor old sod. He's only got ten. So he just boom, falls into the snow. Uh, and then he will use his movement to... Oh, no, he can't. It's not his turn. It's trying. not his turn. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, B, then, is going to now just... Smashes that sculpture and comes around to here. 5, 10, 15. So this one gets just <coughs> demolished by the creature as it then goes to bite you, Lex. We're killing everyone's um, relatives. A fucking 10. Miss! Edius. Edius is going to be like, Cog, no! Um, fuck, enough! And Edgeus is going to let out like a almighty, like um, almost like Aerosmith falsetto, like nice. scream. Um, as, a bit of Steve uh, as exactly, exactly. And he's just gonna fucking really let it out um, as almost the light around him seems to like dull almost like he's drawing in the shadow and creating darkness around him um and he's gonna cast sleep nice um and i'm uh, yeah so let me roll those d8s to to do that i believe creatures within 20 feet yeah starring on a creature on factor yeah yeah cool um cool let me get those first ones and then let me get my other quick d8s out. Come here, d8. Where are you? There you are. I love how you just poured them all over the floor. That was amazing. Oh, I, yeah, I, my like my my <laughs> setup here is like completely my my. I've got no good. space in front of me. Um, it was okay, the dice so ASMR. Is... I think everybody appreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was necessary. Um, so that's. Uh, that is going to be, so, 10 plus 3, 13 plus 8. So that's, um, and, oh, I am casting it at a higher level as well. So does that give me extra? Yes, it does. So that's an, plus another couple of D8. One second, sorry. Um, that's another D8. That's another D8. Cool. So that's going to be... Uh, 35 hit points of creatures that it puts to sleep. Yes. So as you scream out and the shadow just... 
and there's almost like this darkness that settles over the battlefield and then dissipates and as it dissipates these two creatures just stood bastard whoops one second sorry i'm trying to measure yeah they are within 20 feet of each other so both of them are in the radius yep and neither of them fall neither of them Not 38 hit points Fuck! Um, Aegeus is, uh, Aegeus will then, um, fuck, dude, fuck. Okay, yeah, I I've got an idea. Um, Aegeus is, while he does this, he's going to use it as a distraction for the creatures. Then I'm going to use my two sorcery points again to metamagic um, into uh, <coughs> turning a bonus action. I'm going to use true strike as a bonus nice. action, and I'm going to point a finger at the creature as it's slightly distracted by this, and it grants me brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on the first attack roll, provided that the spell hasn't ended, so I'm going to concentrate on that as well. Nice. So my browser's just decided to play silly buggers and close. So, yeah, uh, Edgy is trying to detective his way into finding out how the fuck we deal with this problem that we're currently facing. By gaining some insight on its defenses. Very good. Give me just a second to restore all this stuff. Fuck, we're going to have no spell slots when we go back to fucking deal with whoever's chasing us. Fuck me. Ah, <sighs> God. It's time to can-trip the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Now put that there. No, we're just gonna fucking... Browser's crashing all over the place today. It's not enjoying this whatsoever. So I'm gonna stop trying to do what I was doing. DM's having issues, folks. <laughs> Tactical issues. Just a few. Dave, where Don't are you? <laughs> Dave. There's nothing, nothing Dave can help with. This is purely <laughs> my end. Uh, very good. Um, so yes, you sort of, as you cast this spell and point, you see a point um, where as Cog slammed into this creature, there is a wound on its side, which presents an opportunity for you to strike against, giving you that advantage. And Hell yeah. your turn ending, we are then over to Lex. So, I'm not concentrating on Cogazord anymore, obviously, because he's no, not. you're not. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to risk an opportunity attack to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Ooh, that is a... 16 to hit. Fuck. Reaction shield. Nice. To, to do a bit of a fuck you. And then <laughs> I'm going to hold. You'll see the Tesla coil start to form around my hand as it's charging up my lightning bolt. But I'm going to hold my action until Cog moves out of the way because he goes directly after me. 
Nice. And then as soon as Cog is without of distance, I'm going to fucking unleash the lightning bolt. Nice. So it kind of all happens in my so, turn, but I had to play it out so I don't kill old Coggy boy. I was going to say, so we'll say Cog just sort of flutters over to here. Yep. So as not to invoke an opportunity attack, which will then give you your five foot wide beam of lightning to... I'm or are you trying to get it through? Are you trying to get it through both of them? Are you? Yeah, I'm fucking them both up. In which case, we'll say Cog just sort of crawls up to the top. Then I knew you didn't like Cog. You just tried to kill him. No, 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 no. I misunderstood what you were trying to do, but it's fine. So you so just like that okay, is in this moment then. Dex fourteen from both of them. I'll roll for both. Uh -huh. Let's. That's 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 a an eight. You rolled an eight. I rolled an eight. That's a fail. What for both of them? Yes, it is. Yep. <laughs> so in that eight in those situations out, yeah. when it's the same creature, I just make it quicker by rolling once for the for both of them. Eight d six. Oh, fucking hell. Fox <coughs> out gun. I can't even see that in the dark, I'll run again. So 5, 10, 15, 17, 18, 22. 23 points of lightning damage. 23 points of lightning damage then as you just unleash this screaming bolt of energy just through these two creatures and it's like that cartoon moment where you see flesh skeleton flesh skeleton flesh skeleton you can see the spine that runs down these creatures and then a is just left smoking just as blood and this blood that hits the snow as it hits the snow there's just this as it boils the snow around it um but you'll be pleased to know that a is now bloodied Anything else, then? I think that's your turn. I got there with 30 points of movement, didn't I? Yeah, you were here, weren't you? Oh, sorry, you were here. So 5, yeah. 10, 15, 20, 25, 40. 30. Yeah. Yep. If I move my 40 to there, does that still count as flanking me in edges? I mean, I'll count it because Cog's on the other side, so you've got sort of a three-way flank going on. Oh, All yeah. Right. And then I'm also between them and the other statue. Nice. Because I don't want to kill anyone's relatives. Anymore. You've, you've already fucked this relatives. one. Relatives. Anymore. This one's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose what I should do is, like, draw a big fucking... Let's just put a big-ass white circle. No, that's a line. At what point did that ever look like a circle? That one's dead. And that one's also gone. Fuck me. They're gone. Oh, the one I'm uh... actually stood in between is already dead. Never mind. And Callum then is just gonna. Well, it looks like you've got that one handled and just warms his hands up again. <laughs> Two. Eldritch Blasts, which will be plus eight to hit, if I get this right, yes, wrong first one, 
that's the ticket, that's a 27 and nice, uh, a 22, so both of those are going to hit, that nice. is 2d10 plus 10. That wasn't bad either, is that, okay, that's um, 17, 27 points of force damage to B then. As Callum just <laughs> on both of these hit, and two holes just <laughs> punch through this creature. As B is now injured and bloodied as well, as it just <laughs> the blood hits the floor. Um, A at this point, I'm gonna roll a d6 as to who it's gonna attack. Edius. Uh, so it's going to try and bite Aegis. The mandibles clamped down. That is going to be a 12 to hit, my friend. It does not hit. Aegis dips again. Um, his head movement is just phenomenal. In skeletal form, there's just so little flesh to clasp onto. <laughs> Slips the bite. B then is just going to charge forward and just... <laughs> takes out that stone uh, standing stone there 5, 10, 15 20 to there we'll say um, or 15 or 20 and then is going to try and bite down on Callum not happy that it's just had two holes punched in it and that is a uh, can't do maths 13 to hit which is Callum's armor class so that meets and that will hit That bites in, back down the thing. Uh, so that is 9, 15, 24 points of piercing damage. And three points of fire damage. And you just hear Callum scream out. Aah! As this creature bites in and just <laughs> latches on, uh, Callum is very, very, very much bloody and injured. As his own blood now starts to mingle in, uh, Callum not looking good. His eyes start to roll into the back of his skull briefly. And that will be B's go. We are then up the top to Edges. Uh Okay. Okay. Um, also, I'd like to retroactively say, by head movement, I meant that uh, Edgius literally grabbed his own skull and lifted it out of the way so that when it bit, it, it missed, and then he put it back down. That was actually what happened. Um, so, Edgius is going to shout to Lex and say, um, Callum's hurt! Link your hands together! Throw me! And I'm going to hold my action. I'm going to ready an action to run and jump off of Lex's arms. And then I'll ready my action to attack. So the trigger is Lex launching me with his arms, hopefully, on, on his turn. Okay. Um, I will then um, bonus action. Um, bonus action. Bonus action. I'll say, Callum, I'm coming. And I'll give him bardic inspiration. Nice. And uh, that'll be the end of my turn. Um, and I'll, I'll do my ready action to... on Lex's turn. Yeah. We'll say you begin to run towards Lex then. Five, ten, yeah. you get to Lex. Oh, Lex, Grace. what are you doing on your turn? 
I'm braced, oh, ready to launch him up like a volleyball. Okay, so you brace, take the help action, and just lift him up. As Edius, you launch into the air, and I'm assuming continue your movement there. Yes, I would like to range. use Lex's throw to look like basically take one step off the stone pillar and just like two hand thrust my defender sword into this thing that's attacking Callum, basically. Nice. Um, uh, make me and a that six check first. Of course. Uh, also, opportunity attack for you as well. Uh, yes, can't, it is. Can't forget that. Fucking nuts, gonna miss. Um, acrobatics is a. Uh, that's a. 14. 14. So you launch off, and there's a moment where you just like. Whoop, 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 grab the sword and then start to bring it down. Roll to hit, please. Come on. Oh, and I've got advantage. Oh no, I had advantage on the other one. Son of a fuck. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. It's for Callum. It's for Callum. It's for Callum. Um, that is a dirty 22. Dirty 22. Uh, yes, roll damage, please. Fuck yeah. Uh, that's 12 points of piercing damage uh, as Edgius just comes down with all for me. Hell yeah. It just comes down with just the all the that he can, yeah. Uh, plus five, so that's 17 points of piercing damage. Nice. You then stab in, and as you stab in, just when your slight weight, but the sharpness of the sword just drags you down as you cut through the body of this creature and just slide down cut partially through its mandibles which break off and release Callum and just land on the floor with the blood of this creature just dripping off the blades as the creature just and slumps to the side that's B out Callum's just going to look to you and just be like you doing? A little bit close. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, let's uh, let's let's focus on. Oh God, is it hissing it, Lex? Lex, behind you! <laughs> and that'll be the end of my guy. Is the... uh, so, Lex, that was your action. You've got bonus actions and movement. Yeah. So as I've just gone like that and launched Edgius. It hisses at me, so I will use a metamagic option to quicken my spell so I can cast something as a bonus action. Nice. And then it's hissed at me, so I'm going to hiss at him, fangs out, but as I do, poison spray. So I say, con 14, saving throw, please. <laughs> well, that's a two on the dice for a grand total of five. Oh, Good. Yeah. Where the fuck's my D12? Six. Ten points of poison damage. Ten points of poison damage. As you just spray this poison which turns into sort of gaseous form and just seeps into this creature and it just reels back for a moment. Just... Uh, anything else in your turn? Um, 
No, I will just more stand between Callum and it. I'm going to take a punch okay. for everyone, I think. Very good. Callum then is just going to roll around this stone. Oh, is Cog so doing five, anything? Ten. Hiding like fuck in the bush. Oh. Yeah, just digs himself into the snow a little bit more. Um, we'll say Cog's got half cover at this point. Fuck it. Cool. For the best. Callum is just going to roll around this stone, then still bleeding profusely. And he's just going to hold out his hands again. Lord of Winter, my ass. <laughs> Two Eldritch Blasts. Uh, that is a unnatural 20. Dirty 20 for the first. And a lot less for the second. That is 11. So the second is going to miss, but the first will hit. So that will be... For nine points of force damage as he just blasts one sort of part of the body just some of the legs just go skittering off um, as this Eldritch Blast hits and then Callum is going to use his bonus action to hex the creature yes so let's just cast Hex. Make sure that's chalked off, which it is. And he is going to pick dexterity based checks. So that is Callum's Hex. It is then A's go. A's going to snarl towards you then, Lex. I'm just going to try and bite you. <laughs> And there's my natural 20 for the evening. Fuck. Have I got it? Have I got it? Have I got it? I regret being a human shield for Callum. <laughs> so, that is a lot. I always think I can restore balance with this, but I can't, and it annoys me. 6, 12, 13. Oh, that's a lot of numbers. 14. Twenty-four. Golly. Thirty. Uh, shit, maths. Thirty-one. Thirty-five points of piercing damage. Fucking thirty-five. Yep. Instantly bloody. Yep. Followed by uh, fifteen points of fire damage. Fuck. Say the first one was bludgeoning. Piercing. Oh, piercing. I was hoping you'd have said poison and I'd have gone, resistant motherfucker! But no, I'm not. <laughs> on. No, piercing. So it just bites into you and you feel those fucked. flames just lick around and this one just clenches <laughs> around your midriff. Um, and you sort of lifts you up and you're staring into these bug-like compound eyes now on the front of its face and feeling the heat from those flames that burn across its flesh. Um, very good. That will be it to go. We're back up to Edgeus. Ah, well, fuck-a-doodle-doo. Um, Edgeus is going to... Let me just check my meta-magic options. Fuck. 
Fuck. Um, okay. Ah, God. Um, am I still... It lasts for a minute. I haven't broken concentration, technically, on that true strike. Cool. Nope. Fuck it. Um, I'm going to be like, what did you say it affected it, Lex? Was it acid or poison? It seemed, <clears throat> it seemed to work as I spit blood out of my mouth. Um, cool. I'm going to cast um, level three um, chromatic orb at this nice. bad boy. And I get advantage still because I've still got my, uh, my thing on that bad boy. Come on. And that is going to be um, 34 to hit. 34 oh, is no. absolutely going to fucking hit. Beautiful, beautiful. We do love a good bit of that. Um, and then let's go for some damage here. So that's uh, many d8s all round, it would seem. What's oh, fuck, dude. It, it, it sounded good, but didn't look good on my end. Fuck me. <laughs> um, so that's three. That's, uh, it's... 15 points of um, acid damage. From 48? points of acid damage. From 5. Oh! That's yeah. terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. Yeah, look, it is. Too, too many ones for, for that's my really life. hard to do. Yeah, yeah, I just fucking <laughs> right. It really is. <laughs> As this acid ball just splashes against the front of it and sort of you're covered by these mandibles that are clamped round you Lex but you can just hear the flesh just dissolving away um, anything else on your turn Aegeus? Um, Aegeus is going to uh, bonus action spend um, two sorcery points to regain a second level spell slot um, and that will be uh, Aegeus actually is going to move and take cover behind this stone there. Cool, cool. Very good. We will consider yourself in half cover there as well. Uh, Lex, then. Um, <clears throat> I need to get out of there without taking mm -hmm. an opportunity attack. So and while I'm reeling, some I've had in my bag for a while that I haven't used yet. So I'll just reach into my bag and I'll just look at it and you all you'll see is a an orb. And you'll think, oh he's doing another chromatic orb. And then I'll just chuck it on the ground and it's actually an orb of smoke and there'll just be a pow and I'll do a ninja I'll do a ninja's exit. Fucking Batman yourself out of there. <laughs> yeah. And I'll go the into the bushes over here. attack is gonna have severe disadvantage. And we just see Lex in that one. <laughs> fucking behind the Trying to blood will be a giveaway, but it'll be alright. Yeah, yeah, so that was a 12 to hit, which isn't going to hit you. So I'm in the bushes. So that was my action. I've gone in the bush. And my bonus action is... Is a potion a bonus action or an action for us? Uh, bonus action. Do, 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 I believe a potion. Drinking a potion costs an action as per our one pager. Okay, Fuck. I won't do that then. As a bonus action, I will give myself Dragon's Breath and I will choose Acid nice. Damage. 
ready. So Wait, greenish does, light begins to glow in your chest. Does the smoke thing count as a use object action, or is that an action action? That's a very good question. Are they the same thing? In no, no. So use object is you can you everyone gets one free use object action. It could be drawing a sword, picking up a key, pulling a lever, you know that kind of thing. I will allow it. So if you want to drink a potion instead of, well, in fact, you could still drink a potion and use your bonus action of. Yes, because um, I have one potion of greater healing, which I am going to down it like it's a tequila slammer. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> snow, the blood in my eye, and then down the potion like a tequila suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Fiery breath afterwards friend? as well. Love it. I'm just trying to find enough D4s. Can they bricks? They're really hard to pick up. Slippery little beggars. Oh, Three, that sounded lovely. good. Five, nine, ten. 14 points back. I'll take that. Nice. Fuck yeah. Oh. That's definitely no longer bloodied. I don't think. I'm still bloodied. Still I'm just um, yeah, you are. not nearly dead. Not nearly. Got twenty-seven hit points. Very good. Callum then, with this creature hexed, um, is going to cause it to instantly take, if I remember rightly, maddening hex, uh, five psychic damage. As Callum just sort of flexes his hand, and just you can see the creature wince, and then he's just going to stand there and say, "I came here." for an audience, not a drubbing. <laughs> Two more Eldritch Blasts. First one is a 15 to hit, which will just hit. Second one is more. So they will both hit. So that is... Do it then. This is it. Finish him, Callum. 16, 26 points of damage as Callum, these two icy beams that crackle with force energy just. <laughs> and one of the beams just punches the skull, just hits the skull, and the skull just. <laughs> explodes outwards. I say the skull, the face explodes outwards, and there's sort of these flames that just. <laughs> before the creature writhes around and then just. <laughs> slams into the snow. Dead, and we are oh, in that moment. Then there is just this <laughs> very well, my pet. An audience, it is. And in the center of this stone circle, in a flurry of snow, just. <laughs> creature steps out icy blue from the tip of the antler crown that they wear all the way down to the very bottom of the flowing ice white robes that they also wear their skin is an icy blue lined with these fey like symbols of icy white eyes that almost look like snow is falling itself as the lord of winter stands before you 
You wish for an audience, Callum. Well, here I am. But I will not listen to what you have to say. You and I made a bargain. Let's just change view before I continue. You and I made a bargain. The life of your father figure for a permanent gateway. Instead, you have destroyed it. And so, Callum, I take what is mine, what has always been mine, and what you so willingly gave to me. I will take you. Your friends here? Oh, I don't need them. But you, you're now mine. And he just waves his hand and you see as ice just begins to form. You'll hear from Callum. the tree. I have a counter-proposal. <clears throat> yes, you cannot take him. We need him. Ice begins to grow up Callum's legs. You have but seconds to change my mind. I can get you another fate portal if you want, if that's really what you want. We're looking for another portal. We will we will do what you need. Just please leave us with Callum. He is valuable to the the existence of the material plane that you so wish to have a door open to. Without him, darkness is going to take over the land and, and spread fear and hate and evil across the land. It won't be any use to anymore. We need him. Make me a persuasion check with advantage. Ooh. Oh, should have said deception, but I'll allow persuasion. I'm yeah, not lying. It's, it's, I was, was going to say, I'm not oh, lying. Edge, edge, edge. Yeah, yeah, Keep I'm not lying. A little bit, yeah. Mm. There was, yeah. Recline, void, conclave, evil, darkness, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, fuck yes. Um, that is a... So it's ten plus six, seven, seventeen. So it's um twenty-three dirty. The Lord of Winter brings his fingertips up. I do enjoy a good bargain. So you will have Callum. You will have Callum when I get my portal. Now be gone. Uh, can oh, I fuck? Can I cast hold person on him in the last second? You can, can I certainly try? Can I try and cast hold person on fucking the Lord of Winter? Is that a charisma saving throw? I hope not, because he's definitely making that. Um, it is no. Uh, no, it's a wisdom. It's a wisdom saving throw. <sighs> Still a good chance though, isn't it? Come, Come on. on. Come on. If you have advantage oh. on that throw, Matthew, I will restore balance so you do not. Yes, okay. come on. Well, Come we'll on. Take the first roll, which was higher anyway, which is a Fuck! Twenty-six. Oh, fuck a duck. Fuck! Oh. I was about to say to the man. But he's, he's it's too late with a fucking gun. 
I was going to say, the Lord you, you want a portal to the Feywild, and uh, you are, you've encased in ice the one person who can find that for you in Grelin. You can identify rifts between worlds. As Why these words could... begin to leave your mouth, just <laughs> icy snow just Fuck. wraps itself around you, and you find yourselves back in camp. But no Callum. Instead, a small little ice sculpture of a small boy with wavy hair and simple robes or simple clothing. And in that moment you hear the clunk, 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 sound of a metallic footstep followed by something dragging, uh, dragging. And a voice sounds out. Cavern de boy. Are these your allies? And that, my friends, is where we are going to leave it. What? Tonight. Hang on, you can't just drop that on us <laughs> at the last fucking minute. What is what's happened there? <laughs> yes, I fucking can. Very good. Uh... Sorry, friends. Uh, yes, for tonight. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> so much fuck. Oh, that lord of fucking snowballs. What a dickhead. Yeah, you've got to remember, he is the one you'd spoken to previously and certain things happened, which means he's got a little bit of sway over the two of you. Oh, he's got my name, isn't he? Uh, we're fucked anyway, mate. Certain things, fail, advantages, and all sorts of crazy shit. I might as well just, so, fucking, we yes. might as well just bend over and take up the ass. We ain't. game <laughs> Oh, how did but we just still. lose Callum? <sighs> Fuck. Things man. to do. Lots of things for this party to do. So, also, that is if it's a nice sculpture of gone. Callum, do we get the impression we've got to stop him melting? Great question. Can we thaw little boy um, Callum out of his freeze? Or do we have to stop him melting so he doesn't die? Well, as you pick him up, um, there is a, like a... It feels arcane in nature anyway. Um, it feels, and I will give you this, it feels like it is emanating cold itself. Almost like it's not going okay. to melt. Um, and you do, as you look at it and look closely at the face, it is definitely a youthful form of Callum. Fuck, dude. We have so much shit on our plate right now. You f oh, fuck's sake, bro. We needed him against these fucking elders so bad. Oh. Well, let's see what next week has to bring. Um, but... That has certainly been another interesting episode. Frustrating end, but I can't give you everything. Um, still, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us for episode 40 of Campaign 2. This has been fun. Um, as I said, the full compliment will be back next week. So, as alluded to at the end of today's session, Cavern will return with uh, a companion by the sounds of it. 
Um, and Dave will also be back with us in Mr. Wizard's chair, so I no longer have to deal with all the technical stuff and I can just focus on DMing. So, Dave, we love you. Please don't leave us too often because um, we certainly appreciate everything you do. Thank you to my awesome players tonight because they've been as amazing as ever. Please come and see Bodie and I next week on Thursday for the DM's Combat Workshop. Uh, not more Friday. details on that, as I said, not on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> details of that to go out on social media over the coming week or so. Um, but we will see you here, same time, same place, Monday night, 7.30pm, UK time on both Twitch and YouTube. Uh, VOD will go out on Friday, as will the podcast. But this has been us. We love you all. Stay safe. And we will see you next You've been listening to the Malt and Magic podcast. If you like what you've heard here, then don't forget to check us out on Twitch on Monday nights, 7.30pm UK time, with video on demand and podcast release the following Friday. We will see you soon.